Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are vi, vim, or it's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at the Voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt. My pronouns are he, him, and someone just attempted to use my email to reset a non-existent Best Buy account password, so I don't want to be on the internet ever again. <laughs> and you can follow the show on Tumblr, TikTok, and on, what's Twitter. the other one, Twitter, at Word of Godcast. You can see how often I check Twitter. Today we're talking about episodes 15 and 16, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, and, um... Dark Side of the Moon. Thank you. I didn't write it down for some reason. Um, Bitches who love angst. Yeah. We're feasting this week. Yeah. Dean girls, we feast. Content so Sam is like, I guess he's in these episodes. <laughs> for these episodes, know. we'll include. Content warnings for this episode include being buried alive or coming back to life and having to dig oneself out of one's grave, death of a partner, death of a child, cannibalism slash zombies, uh, icky bodily fluids, alcoholism, unreality, sexual assault, and childhood trauma. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. You can also do that for any other questions or comments. Tell us how much you love us. And if you leave a five-star review, we will read it. Yeah, did oh, anyone wow. do that? Have we checked uh, those? Oh, wait, that episode hasn't gone up yet. Never yeah, mind. <laughs> I just haven't checked anything forever anyway. I don't also even know what I would Tumblr, check. So I didn't check if we have mail. Uh, we do not. I want to get a little mailbox, like on, like on, I almost said Scooby Doo, like on Blue's Clues. Here's the we mail, it never let. fails. We just it makes let. me want to wag my tail. We're doing the different <laughs> mailbox. <laughs> mail! I, every time we get mail and my dogs are barking, I just like scream that song over their barking <laughs> as I go down the stairs to get the mail. That's adorable. Okay, let's talk about Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Yes. Which is also the name um, of the movie from the 80s. Hold on, let me go. That explains it. I'm always just like, that's clearly a reference, but yeah. I don't care enough. Hold on, I, let me find out who wrote this episode. It's Jeremy Carver. Jeremy Carver. Okay. And it uh, didn't even so have Cass in it. It didn't even have Cass in it. Fucking What's bullshit. the point of a Carver episode if you're not trying to get Misha shirtless? So true. What's the point of watching Supernatural if you're not going to watch, if you're not going to see Cass? Um, yeah. I watched the show for one thing, and one thing only until season 14 then it's two things uh okay so the recap we get reminded that there are horsemen in the apocalypse and that death was recently summoned and then hmm, we get to see bobby's wife that's weird uh so we open on a cemetery a headstone marked clay james thompson and a hand bursts up through the soil god where have i seen that before uh <laughs> then we see a guy watching a documentary in his trailer he starts hearing a lot of weird noises and then we see the dead guy clay covered in mud he starts strangling him and then we get the title card this guy who voice... gets strangled, by the way, is beloved Canadian voice actor Scott McNeil, who has too many actor facts. <laughs> um, with the boys, they pull up to a diner in Sioux Falls. Uh, Sam is leaving Bobby a message, asking him to call back when he gets it. Resigned, they decide to quote-unquote do it themselves and sit down with a guy in the diner. They interview him, who said he saw Clay climb into Benny Sutton's trailer, except surprise, Benny's been dead for five- or not Benny, but Clay has been dead for five years. Apparently, he came back trying to get revenge because Benny is the one who killed him. In comes a cop, and she wants to know what the hell they're doing here. She wants to speak to their supervisor, and Dean and Sam happily supply. Only because Sheriff Mills lives in the same town as Bobby, she instantly recognizes his voice, and they've been made. 
It's so funny. It's so good. In Bobby's house, Sam and Dean want to know why Bobby wouldn't return their calls, and then they notice Bobby is clean. He smells like soap. The floors have been swept. Bobby assures them that Clay returning from the grave and killing the guy who killed him is not, in fact, a case. That night, Dean and Sam decide to investigate Clay's grave. They dig it up, and lo and behold, they find an empty coffin. Sam and Dean decide to investigate Clay's house, and there's Clay. He thinks they're burglars, but when they tell him they're FBI, he instantly assumes it's about the fact that he killed a guy. He's ready to go to jail, and Dean and Sam are a little hung up on the whole you were dead and now you're not thing. They leave the house, and Dean gets ready to shoot the guy when in flies Sheriff Mills. She lets Clay go and arrests the boys. In jail, they see Bobby talking with Sheriff Mills, which is weird because they were under the impression that they hated each other. But apparently, that all changed five days ago when the dead started rising from their graves, as it does. Uh, but why didn't Bobby tell them? Well, it turns out that Bobby's wife was one of the people who returned to life. Dean and Sam try to convince him that this is bad news, but Bobby is pretty convinced. He tried to test her, and she doesn't have even have any scars. He even had her cremated, but here she is in the flesh. Uh, very good show, also about zombies, by the way, in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Uh... Turns out, about 15 or pe 20 people rose. Bobby made a list when he was initially investigating it. Bobby reveals that Death, the horseman, is behind this, and Dean and Sam try to convince Bobby that they have to kill Karen. It's fucking sad. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Karen and Dean hang out, and turns out that she lied to Bobby when she told him she didn't remember anything. She doesn't want to hurt Bobby more than he already is hurt. Dean is vaguely threatening, and Karen is like, yeah, to be honest, that's fair. Uh, with Sam, he breaks into a house from presumably one of the other folks who came back to life. He finds a sickly bedridden woman, and she beckons to try and get him closer. When he does, she pounces, and Sam has to shoot her in the head to get her to lay off. Back at Bobby's house, they try and convince him again that these undead people are going to turn bad. He threatens them and forces them to get off the property because they want to put Karen down. Dean decides he's going to figure out a way to kill Karen without getting caught by Bobby, and Sam's going to figure out a way to stop the zombies. Dean suggests he teams up with Sheriff Mills, and they go off on their separate quests. In Sheriff Mills' house, we find her undead son sick on the couch. Her husband is on the phone with the doctor. Apparently, the kid's fever is 111, which is bad news. I'm no doctor, but I think that should not be the, the temperature inside of your body. No. Uh, she makes him soup because he's hungry, and her husband brings it out to him while she tries talking to the doctor some more. She hears her husband shout, and when she comes out, she finds her kid chowing down on his dad's guts. Rip. Meanwhile, yeah. Karen is starting to get sick, too. Whoa-oh. Uh... Owen is about to eat Jody when Sam comes in and saves her. It's fucking rough. Sam heads back in and kills the kid. Rip again. In Bobby's house, Karen is self-aware and knows she's turning evil and that she doesn't want to hurt Bobby. She admits that she remembers everything that happened before her death and then describes the night she rose. There was a guy there and he wanted her to bring Bobby a message. We don't get to hear what it is, but just as Dean bursts in, there's a gunshot and he finds Karen dead, Bobby holding her hand. Ugh. Bobby and Dean get ready to fight the zombie horde when they get attacked unawares by said horde. They get chased inside and Sam and Jody come to save the day. Back in the cemetery, the boys are burning all the bodies except for one. Bobby is having his own private funeral for Karen. Sad face. Bobby says the reason that Death was here was to send Bobby a message to warn him that this is what happens when you help the Winchesters try and stop the apocalypse. And that's the episode. Yeah. 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 This one was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's a fairly straightforward thing to say, but it's true. Um... I don't know, it was good. I mean, I guess the reason why Cass didn't show up is because he could have solved all this very easily, as is often the case for him. Even though, like, you know, He's he would have... Yeah, like, he doesn't have his superpowers anymore, but he would have immediately seen that something was up with these uh, cor corpses. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I liked it. We it's, it's been a while since we've had a... had like a zombie style episode from supernatural yeah. and they really lean into things here but it's the fun version of zombies where they're the, the people are in there still 
which is to say the extra sad version of zombies. Which again, if you like this extra sad version of zombies, go watch In the Flesh. Yeah. We also have like a billion headshots in a way that like the action scene at the end of this was actually quite good, which is unusual <laughs> for Supernatural. Mm-hmm. It felt very video game. Yeah, the the it like was they're just so... standing there spinning in circles shooting the zombies as they come up. Like, yeah, I've played that game. Yeah, exactly. Um sorry, Ash, did you mention the director? Uh John F. Showalter. Yeah, who is a new director. This is the first episode of Supernatural he has directed. He will go on to direct a bunch more. Um, but I'm curious if the the better action scene here was due to the new director. I don't know though. I'm looking through his stuff and he hasn't directed a lot of like action TV shows, so I don't know. But uh yeah, it was a good it was a good it was dramatic and there were a lot of good head explosions and I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Always appreciate a good head explosion. <laughs> Um, all right, chronologically then, um, this, this opening is very good. Yeah, it's good. There's the guy who gets killed by the zombie. Scott McNeil. Is, he's watching, (laughs) Scott McNeil is watching, like, a nature documentary, and the subtitles on Netflix are wrong, but, like, it's narrating about, like, a wildebeest or Mm -hmm. whatever, while, like, paralleling off what he does. It's like, yeah, it's lounging oblivious to the predator you know and meanwhile there's like a zombie outside his window and then it's like at first he reacts with confusion he's like locking himself back inside the house like what was that yeah it's it's a good yeah bit. and then like turns and this guy just like covered in dirt uh with this like dead expression on his face he looks so good i love he looks it. really good he's he's scary like he's all in the shadow and covered in dirt he looks like a monster he's it's ganky. good yeah um do you do you want to hear him later? And he's just like yeah, he's just a normal guy down. later. He's just some guy. Um, do you all want to hear a uh, kind of funny, kind of dark Wyatt fact of Bree nature documentaries? Sure. Okay. If this is anything like the Goku uh, story from oh. last episode, I'm excited. <laughs> Wait, my brain. Episode forty four about the game that was not Pokemon. That you oh right, yes. right, right. Yes, that Goku story. Sorry, I have a different Goku story, and I was like, did I tell that on of the pod? Of course you do. Of course you have a different Goku story. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll tell that. Maybe I'll tell that other Goku story one day uh, if it's ever relevant. Anyway, um, when I was like five or six years old, I must have watched a nature documentary or whatever, and have been traumatized by it. Like I probably saw a lion eating an antelope. Uh, because the night, the, I think the only nightmare I can legitimately remember is a nightmare I had where I was a little child out on the savannah and a lion chased me down, pounced on me and started eating me. And when that happened, the like camera of my dream pulled back and my dream was suddenly a nature documentary where a like dispassionate british man narrated me getting absolutely torn to shreds by this lion and i just watched myself being eaten by this lion and woke up in a cold sweat <laughs> sorry was... for laughing at this but that is no, so funny it's really funny it's really funny that's why i like telling the story is it's like it was terrifying for six-year-old me but the idea of like a british man just being like and watch as the lion eats this child is so funny <laughs> The idea of David Attenborough yeah. narrating my death is supremely based. <laughs> anyway, that's my nature documentary why in fact. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> uh, ripped to Benny. Um, yeah, I mean, apparently guy, he was a bad man. Benny, yeah, he did kill this guy. Yeah. Um, Benny has like this sign on his wall that says it's got like 
pictures of flashy cars and it says whoever yes. dies with the most toys wins. Yeah, it was a very weird thing to cut like it, on. That's the thing we like focus on as like he's dying screaming in agony. Yeah, it's funky. Uh, my other specific note is he's got a hole in the crotch of his jeans. He does. I loved that detail. Uh, he's also and got a bunch of like apartment. taxidermied animals in his in his little cabin house thing. It's a good set. He has a mullet. Oh yeah, he has a super mullet. I mean, this is this is just Scott McNeil. Scott McNeil has a mullet. He's a he's he's a it's character. It's like barely even a mullet at this point. It's just long hair. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's, oh, it's, I know this man. It's the super version of a mullet. Oh, he was in Scary Godmother. Who did he play Scary Godmother? Yeah, she's been in four hundred and three things. <laughs> he's been in everything. He played the skull the skeleton, I think. Anyway, sorry. You should be. All right. After this, after this cold open, we get uh, we I get them Digger. interviewing this guy. Yeah, Digger. Dean Digger's is very fun. skeptical about him because he gave himself his own nickname. Yes. Dean, um, what are you a which, cop? Yeah. So the only people I know with nicknames have them based on their usernames, and thus did give them to themselves. So like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dean. So true. Also, trans as hell of this guy. It's true. So true. Digger is a fucking non-binary name, and I love it. It is. Let's see, what did he, uh, I wrote so true, Digger, and I want to know. <laughs> oh, he, when Dean says you gave yourself your own nickname, oh, yeah, you can't do that. Digger goes, who died and made you queen? Yeah. yeah so it's true. literally why, Dean, men will see Dean Winchester and be like, is anyone going to microaggress that and not wait for an answer? Yeah. So true. I love how, like, blasé this man is about the fact that there's a zombie. Mm-hmm. He's like, you aware that he died five years ago? Yep. And you're positive that it was this guy. You're calling me a liar. This guy knows what like he saw. Yeah, he's already, like, come to grips with that. Like, <laughs> that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is no one's doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. Digger's like, oh, of course this guy came back from the grave to kill the guy who killed him. Yeah. That's what I would do. If I came and back you know from what? the grave, I would do that too. <laughs> if I were killed, I would simply come back about it. Yeah. Rip to uh, everybody else who had to come back from the dead by aid of witchcraft or angels, but I'm built different. Yep. <laughs> I um, came back to life because of spite. Anyway, we this is where we meet uh, Sheriff Jody Mills, who will be important. She's apparently in more episodes yeah. of this show. She she's is. a recurring um, character. She's part well, of recurring is a strong word. She comes back. Yeah, she has big, uh, big small town cop energy. Which yeah. you know, mm -hmm. cops are bad, but there is something fun about like the the sheriff who knows everybody in town, like. Mm -hmm. When when they do the like call your superior bit because they're pretending to be FBI agents, um, which by the way their names are Animal House references this time around. Um, she's like Bobby, <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, it's Tom is. Willis, <laughs> and she's so like, and we get a brief shot of Bobby's face, and he just, oh. she's like, crap. But what did the point? Like, this is they know this is Bobby's town. I guess. They're, they just, just they're not assume. thinking at all. This is just their routine. She has yeah. to speak to their superior, yeah. so they give her Bobby's number. What else are they supposed um, to do? They don't have anyone else. Anyway, we learn how the you locals... know what if Bobby gets a call from a like local area. Co oh, he doesn't have caller ID. I guess. Yeah, there's yeah. no caller say, ID. It's just, uh, 2010, Emma. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> also, this is where we. I don't know if we've seen it before. I can't remember, but we get to see like Bobby's like zillion phone lines. Yeah, oh, we, we saw that like, before. We've seen that a couple times before. Okay, well. We get to see it again. It's, and I, like, it's a good, yeah, it's a very good detail. Um, 
But yeah, this is where we learn the learn the local impression of Bobby Singer, which is uh, a menace around here, ass full of drunken disorderlies and mail fraud. Drunken disorderlies, I'm... hashtag not my Bobby. I mean, no, I believe it. They no, do I call him the town drunk. They do tell call him the town drunk. It's so also sad. even if like he wasn't drunk, he's constantly talking about like monsters and shit. Like that probably doesn't help his reputation for being so. He probably knows better than to talk about yeah. the townies. But, like, I would imagine, at like, at first, when Karen died, like, there yeah. was issues. Mm. I'm honestly yeah. I'm amazed he's not in prison for the murder of his wife. I would, well, he probably covered that up. Um, I imagine it, that, though. like, a, it's unclear how long ago the drunken disorderlies were also. Yeah. So that's, like, a I, fun I background think, detail for this Bobby episode. I think Bobby used to be much more of, like, less of a recluse. And then yeah. eventually... yeah. He's like, you know what, fuck this, and just went and lived in his house. Um, I have another complaint about this episode, um, or, like, about the start, um, which is, or I, I have a, I have a bone to pick, which is, remember how last time we were like, oh, Sam's been put away, uh, he's back in the, back in the tube, they put him in the, in the, oh, yeah. in the <laughs> isolation room. Um, that's in Bobby's house. They could have transitioned literally from that to this episode. It's the same place like oh, yeah, it's not true. even the fact that like the the continuity wouldn't work because they gotta go somewhere else it's the same place we could have started with sam in there and like dean's investigating the bodies and then they have to like okay well we gotta let sam out because there's like shit happening and that could have been like yeah. some background drama in this episode i know there's already a lot of like stuff happening in this episode but it was right there you could have done just done it just have some continuity it's fine they might not have like known what order the episodes. Yeah, were in. I know, I know, but you, it just yeah, it bothers it me so much. You're right. We had like a week in between, so I forgot. But that's yeah, a good point. I didn't forget. I refuse to forget. <laughs> Why? You should work at State Farm. <laughs> how, how how do you commit mail fraud? Reading other people's mail. Oh, that's mail fraud. Isn't that a felony? No, no, no. no. So uh, mail fraud. The mail fraud is how Bobby makes his money, presumably. He's he's frauding people by mail. Hmm. So it's like he runs Fraud mail okay. no, that he makes runs, more sense. He runs You're mail right. scams in the same way that the boys do credit card scams. He's too old for these credit card businesses. Mm -hmm. Like uh, okay. an example of mail fraud is like ordering things and then like returning them uh, and like with, with like money that you don't have. I think Bobby runs Nigerian prince scams. Yeah, maybe. That is that is a kind of I mean that's email fraud, but that that falls under mail fraud. I bet he could do it on paper. Email is a kind of mail. I mean, I'm sure he's also doing I think yeah, I think he's probably also doing email fraud. I think Bobby knows how to use a computer. <laughs> he's got it for his research. Yeah. He seems like the sort of guy who would keep up with the times in that way. Yeah, so then they they go visit Bobby. Because they can't, because they, they they can no longer pretend to be FBI agents. Mm-hmm. She's like, y'all are up to some shit. Yeah, Bobby's not wearing a hat in this house. He's not. He looks so weird and naked without a hat. Uh huh. I think. Yeah, I was like, did he combed? do something different with his hair? And like, he probably yeah. did, but mostly it's yeah. Like he's, he's not combed his hat. hair. I love him so much. Yeah. We have seen him uh, without his hat and like all like groomed like this one time before, which yeah, was yeah when we... he was in the PIH. Yeah, when he was he had the suit on and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he is very suspicious in the scene. It's it's funny. <laughs> he's he's mm -hmm. doing his best to deflect them, but like 
Come on, Bobby. Yeah, those are your sons. <laughs> and then when he does, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. When he does admit that, like, yeah, the lightning signs are omens, um, they're like, we did tell you that. We, yep. we definitely called this. Yep. They're so annoying. It's not subtle. Yeah, I think they talk about it in the in the car too, right? Because Sam's like, uh, what does he say? Sam goes. Oh yeah, he's like. Bobby already checked out the graveyard, yeah, yeah, and Dean says that what? And Bobby's never Bobby's wrong. Never wrong. Also, Zine is very cute in this scene. He just, like, made a face. I can't describe it. He's just cute. And then they're, like, walking through the cemetery. Dean's, like, whistling. Yeah. Good moment. Very cute. He's a baby. Um, there's a fun transition when they dig up the grave. Like, they start digging, and it does, like, a swoosh to the, the grave being dug up. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, overhead shot. I continually want to know what they use to dig these graves. <laughs> they're so square. So square. Anyway, they go to this guy's house, break in like <laughs> He's like, Oh god, who are you? What do you there's money in the safe, whatever? Um, and Sam's like, um, FBI, they're standing there in plain clothes with guns. Clay is the stupidest man on earth. Yeah, well he also In fairness, just woke he's up, a zombie. And he's a zombie. I mean it doesn't mm, actually never mind. Being a zombie Johnny does seem to mess with your head a bit, as we will see later with uh Bobby's wife. K Karen? Yeah, her name yeah. is Karen, okay. It's so funny that her name's Karen. Karen is just, I'm sorry to anyone who's named Karen. It has become like a joke name. Literally every time I have to check. Their names Karen are in, Bob and Karen. Like it could yeah. not be funnier. Yeah. Oh my God. You're so right. Every time I have to check in a Karen at work, I'm like. Well, and also she, she really, she fits as Karen. She is the most trad way. She is. We'll talk about that also. Um. Anyway, yeah, this guy attacks him. He's FBI. He, this he looks like shit. He looks so bad. Yeah, the it's makeup great. for the zombies is good. They're like well, a little bit too pale. Yeah, it's interesting because Karen doesn't really look like that, or doesn't look too, a little like bit. that it's to that a, extent. Like she's probably already pale, so it doesn't look that different from. Like, yeah, well, I just like skin. this guy looks like trash. Like the the bags under his eyes are like so. He did kill pronounced. somebody, so he has he reason to look a little bit worse. Yeah, I mean Owen looks like ass. But he's sick he does, well. He, time, yeah, so. he's he's been zombie for a bit, so he's like. I, I guess it's interesting because like they all turn at the same time, no matter how old yeah, any it's of been them. Five days, and they all turn are. within one. Hmm. Well, I assume they all because they they change they turn in order of. The, yeah, they how did they say rose. that the first to return was the first to go bad, but then it seems like it's yeah, not, but it it's sort of it's like exponential rather than um yeah. additive. It seems like. Yeah, so that they can have a zombie horde. Actually, what happens with this guy? I forget. What happens with uh, Clay? I I believe he attacks Dean and Bobby in right. Bobby's scrapyard. So the show, right? Yeah, because I was like, the show doesn't really deal with the with the fact that he he had the wife and kids whole situation. We're just gonna zoom past that, mm -hmm. which is fine, I guess. The episode's of... sad enough as is. Yeah, Dean is ready to shoot this guy when he comes out with them, and Sam's like, "Dude, you can't just murder people." And Dean's like, "He's uh, a monster." And Dean says, "He's a he's a monster," and yep. Sam says, "He's a soccer dad." Yeah, very. Funny. And then I love I love when Jody is like, "Okay, you can't just like shoot people." Uh -huh. And Clay turns around and he's like, "Okay, cop. shoot me." Also, I can't believe you were gonna shoot me. <laughs> yeah, I, but even better than that. He says, I can't believe you're going to kill me. Dean says, you're a zombie. He says, I'm a taxpayer. So a funny. Does. This it's whole scene good. is extremely funny. <laughs> so good. Like, Jody's reaction is so not what they were expecting. It's like, well, the, it, it's a dead guy. And she's like, and? 
Yeah. And she goes, and, and you're welcome for catching the undead killer zombie. She says, whatever he is or isn't, don't give you the right to shoot him in the middle of the street. Go off, queen. So true. So true. Literally, and then when this the leads them to the conclusion that when they're in the jail cell talking, this leads them to the conclusion that the zombies, the are, zombies paying are paying off. off which is so funny. <laughs> so funny. It's, so, it's funny. so funny. They're like, maybe the cop is corrupt. <laughs> the zombies in are the like pocket the of big zombie. So true. <laughs> They can't keep getting away with it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Bobby comes and gets them out. Uh, mm -hmm. And Sam's like, I thought the sheriff hated you. And it turns out they're, this is all collusion. Um, Gasp. Like, yeah, the dead started rising. Like, her son came back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we don't really get elaboration on that. It's just she had a young child who was dead and is not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a really good, uh, when I was reading back through the transcript to write my um, synopsis for this episode, when she first comes in, she says, oh, and put down the cupcake and pick up an apple. And so, like, yeah. going back and reading that, I was yeah. like, oh, hey, that's her dead son. That's her dead son <laughs> who is eating everything because he's a hungry zombie boy. Hungry, hungry, hungry zombie. zombie. Shut up! Stop! <laughs> you two are so cute. I'll kill you in your sleep. <laughs> um... There's uh there's something fun about this about like the the zombie hunger starts out like um uh in like innocent, you know? It's just like, oh, they're just hungry and then it like escalates and escalates until they're eating people. I like that more than just like sudden hunger for for brains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even seem to be brains cuz Owen eats his dad's like he's holding yeah, his dad's Yeah, it's not right. I was just doing that because of the zombie. No, I was just, yeah. Which I like it, and then the other lady apparently ate her her husband's stomach. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we meet Karen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a recast from the previous Karen ghost. Yes. Yeah, I was we like, didn't this is the last her, time. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Sometimes you can't get actors back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. The, while they're like eating her pie, and they're all just like sitting around in their little family moment. It's like really warmly lit. It's really yeah. cute. Yeah. So they're having her pie. Dean's so happy. So true. It is four in the morning. She is making pies at four in the morning. We see later yeah. that she can't stop making pies. It's another good, like, mundane weirdness of, like, well, something's mm -hmm. up with this woman, unfortunately. And she it's, knows it's that something's up with her. Like, it's, it's neat. Because she's like, uh -huh. these zombies are the people. As far as, like, we are aware, like, I don't know, maybe their souls aren't in their bodies or whatever, and it's just, like, they're they're working off of their memories, but the implication is particularly related to, like, the raising of the dead in Revelations. Like, the in Revelations, like, it is them. It's not like, and the corpses shall shamble or whatever. It's like, the dead will be raised. The, the, the people who died will come back. To, uh, to poke at that... Thing about the souls not being in their body we do find out and emma has mentioned this before which is why i'm mentioning it now eventually we do find out what a person without a soul is like mm, so okay. with my retrospective uh knowledge about that i would say that these people do have their souls yeah they're just they've just they're they're it's like they're, it's they're like when a soldier comes back yeah after many years or someone leaves prison after a lot of years they're they're out of context. Yeah. They have to reintegrate. Well, and also their bodies have, like, weird instincts that their, like, mm -hmm. personalities are, like, interacting with but are being affected in way in a way that is, like, I think, effective horror. Very much, like, mm -hmm. 
who are you it's, like it's what is what is you what are your impulses how mm -hmm. like much control do you have over your impulses who are you without them etc it's neat which is the cultural purpose of a zombie story yeah exactly it's a good so the, it works really yeah well. it's it a good really well. zombie episode on the thematic level um also when they're looking at like this weird like I don't know what's up with this book of Revelations because it's like really mm -hmm. big and Revelations isn't big and maybe it's just a regular Bible but also Bobby opens it to like somewhere in the middle and Revelations is at the end of the Bible. Just just a little nitpick. Uh, however, the the picture they have of Death on the Pale Horse here owns. It's really good. It's really cool. He's got like, he's not a skeleton or like he's got a skeleton face but like a like corpse body instead of a skeleton body which is neat it's like he's a mm -hmm. he's a withered corpse rather than a full-on skeleton i'm so excited to to get to see death every yeah. time every time i watch an episode i'm like okay what episode is i've it? been it's waiting i thought i thought episode 21 they've they've been building up this guy mm -hmm. i'm so excited what's the other one we haven't done yet pestilence let's see i don't remember anything about that episode so i'll be I surprised do, i do know that there i feel like there is one there must be one, like, I know something, but... Oh, okay, he's introduced, apparently, in Hammer of the Gods, which is... Oh. I think Weird. The next There's a episode? lot of plot happening there. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Let's see. Yeah, I tried to find the source for this image, but I could oh, not. It's, it's difficult couple. to do that. Google image search did not help me. Three episodes from today. Um, back to the episode i think mm -hmm. uh, yes, dean, dean refers to karen as an american girl zombie which is cute mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he knows what american girl dolls are guys <laughs> um, transgender bobby goes that's my wife bobby wife guy so true i mean wouldn't you be if you had to kill your possessed wife and she came back yeah and she came back yeah, yeah god guy. i can't think about this i'm gonna get so sad <laughs> if i had a wife though i'd be a wife guy <laughs> This is an open, extremely valid of you. This is an open offer to any <laughs> open any... offer to be Ash's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Bad I've collected proposal. them. I've collected them all. Okay, I've got like I've got a cis guy. I've got a non-binary person. I've got I don't know what's what's up with Kate's gender, but I've got trans men. Like now, all I need, I need a, a a cis wife and a trans wife, and then I'll have the whole. And I'll have set. the whole set. <laughs> yeah. So, if any eligible ladies are out there. <laughs> Just know you're getting all this. <laughs> uh, what um, happens anyway, next? Yeah, guy Bobby. yeah, it's really good. He cremated her. Like I like that mm -hmm. detail. Yeah, yeah. And of course he did. Anyway. Like, Which is neat. Like um, part of about like shit. Part of why a lot of um, Christian like cultures and sects and etc. Uh, did not like cremation was due to revelations and the rising of the mm -hmm. dead. They thought you would need your body when that happened, and so you've got to be buried. And I don't know specifically if that's where like the super nice coffins came from, as like a way to protect bodies from like being eaten by like the 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 worms and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I think that contributes to it anyway. This would have been something I would have learned if I had been able to take that anthropology of death course in college. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for you. Um, also, Dean says, she crawled out of her coffin. In fairness, Dean, so did you. It's Literally. True. It's true, it's true, it's true. Um, Sam's like, why would death raise 15 people in a podunk town like uh, Sioux Falls? Um, 
And it's a good question, Sam. Maybe you should think about that for more than five seconds. <laughs> who, who, what, what is the connection between you guys and this town? Hmm. Listen, they're not used to being the protagonists of the world yet. My, the rest of my notes for this episode are fully useless. I have Bobby frowning face. Ouch, period. Bobby frowning face. Damn rip. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Karen doesn't remember being killed by him. Uh, we learn later lying. that that's not true. Yeah, she's lying. Um, we hear her like humming yeah. in the kitchen, and Bobby's like, she hums. God, and she this was so sad. Bobby's it's like so all sad. wobbly as he's saying this. Yeah, she's like tone deaf is all hell, but I never thought I would hear it again. Oh, he's so fond. God, like it he says in Revelation, so the dead rise during her. the apocalypse. There's nothing in there that says that's bad. Hell, maybe it's the one good thing that comes out of this whole bloody mess. The like, um. Not even necessarily cognitive dissonance, but the, like, intentional, like, blind spot Bobby is having here mm -hmm. because he, like, he wants to it to be good. Himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, please leave her be. Really good from Jim Beaver here. Yeah. Yeah. Dean is utterly unconvinced when they're talking later. He calls her the Bride of Frankenstein. That would imply that Bobby <laughs> Which literally would make Bobby Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay, like... Frankenstein's monster. What, you want to oh, just go in and God. blow her head, blow if her head off? I didn't off? say it, somebody would have. <sighs> Killing you and also kissing you on the forehead. Repaying <laughs> <laughs> um. you by dropping my Switch and headphones at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Loud clatter. We get this really good scene where so, so Dean's like, well, if she's going to eat his face, I want to be there to stop it. And then we see Dean like standing guard out of the junkyard. He's like keeping watch on the house. Which also, we see, like, Bobby has a bunch of his windows boarded up, which is weird. Well, I mean, to be fair, he got attacked by demons a couple seasons mm, ago. So. Right, right. But yeah, the way he's just, like, leaning against the Impala in the junkyard is very funny. And then Karen, like, jump scares him. We get this really weird, <laughs> like, dolly shot zoom. It's cool. Like, the camera zooms in more and more on him and then, like, spins around and Karen's right there. And she wasn't really there good. during the wide shot part of it. So it's, yeah, it's very eerie. And she goes, oh, sorry, did I scare you? He goes, no, there's nothing scary about you at all. He's such a loser. Also, he was he's like, so oh, nice. great, so there's another horseman involved. Must be Thursday. Well, he's, like, rubbing his forehead. I love you, headache boy. Also, the so um, trivia section says that that was probably a joke about how Supernatural airs on Thursdays. Mm, yeah. That's why Cass is the angel of Thursday. That's why Cass is called Cass, because yep. Castiel is the angel of Thursday. Yep. Also, looking on, at Alex has, is showing me something. Looking at Karen more, more, uh, uh, intensely here. Her eyes are slightly like baggy and recessed, like a little bit. Uh, her lips are very pale. Yeah, she's just been. She's just been. I th I think she probably would be more corpsey, but has probably just been doing a good job with her makeup. <laughs> that explains it. I was gonna be like, maybe girl zombies can't be ugly. It's because they know how to do makeup. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Once again, pointing very profoundly in the flesh. I'm sorry, I just love that show so much. Fair enough. Um, this is where we see all the pies. All the pies. Yeah. There's like a like a dozen. There's so pies many. It's, it's very an uncanny unsettling. amount of pies. It's really good. They're on every flat surface. It's like since I got back, I can't stop baking. Dean says, "Yeah, when do you have time to sleep?" She says, "I don't. Must be the excitement or being dead. I know you don't trust me." It's like I know I'm not an idiot. Don't be you fucking hunt... rude, Dean. She says, you hunt things. I, I'm a thing. I get it. I Which is so thing. sad. Oh. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she's not just, like, 
she pays attention. She knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. The way that everyone is, like, talking around her, but she's still, yeah. like... She's still a person yeah. with agency who yeah. knows what's yeah. going on. She knows she the came back from the dead. The scene where Bobby's like, I can hear her humming. Uh, she's literally like blurry in the background. Yeah. Blurry wife 1.0. Um, <laughs> God, the fuck your face. I fucking hate you so fucking much. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like the, the way that Bobby is happy to have her back because he loves her, but also kind of like treating her as a symbol of herself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Draws an interesting line between this episode and next episode, huh? Doesn't it, guys? Huh? Mm -hmm. ah. um, That's where she's like, I remember everything. The demon taking over my body. The things it made me do. Uh, I know what Bobby did. I can see it in his eyes when he looks at me. The guilt, it weighs on him. Dean says, why don't you just tell him you remember? And she says, I'm going to go on a limb here and say you've never been in love. Oof. He's oh. my husband. My job is to bring him peace, not pain. Which is very trad wife. I don't know how I feel about that line. But also, in this moment, I get it. She's like... Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, I'm back. I'm not gonna tell him that I remember him killing me. I don't want to make him sad. I love him. Yeah, like, yeah. I get the, I get the, the intent. Yeah. But it does, it does not land very well coming out of this woman dressed like a 50s housewife. Yeah, they went too broad with it. They should have been more specific. If, if she had said something more like I just said, it was like, I love him. I don't want to hurt him. Like, that would be more, like, relatable and less, like, weirdly trad wife. Yeah, the idea of a woman having a job when in regards to her yeah, husband my is, job is, is to bring her feet. No, I don't like right. don't like that. Yeah, like if Bobby had said something more directly paralleling this, then like it, maybe it would come across as less gendered, but it does not. Yeah, diabolical gender politics of supernatural. Stop fucking reading my mind. <laughs> Fuck you. It's God, we're just gonna be communicating to... telepathically. The closer I get to yeah, you. you're drift compatible. <laughs> Fuck. Aww. Gay. Um, this is where we meet this old lady who uh, you had problems with, Emma. <laughs> I hated this so, so, so much. I hated this scene. It was horrible. She's coughing, first of all, and I have not been able to stand the sound of coughing since before COVID. Like, it's just bad for my ears. I hate it. Damn, um, good thing you don't know me in person. Good okay. thing you don't know me in a in a in an atmosphere where I can't mute myself whenever I cough because I am an asthmatic <laughs> I am an as that asthmatic little asthma. boy. Got asthma. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, just like asthma coughing usually isn't a problem. It's like wet coughs, the especially hacking. that are just mm. fucking awful. And this is extremely wet coughing in my yeah, ear. She... I took them off my headphones for this entire scene. It was so bad. Yeah. It is pretty nasty. Her this face lady is all is nasty. Gross. She's in like she starts this like trash coughing house. up foam. It was fucking repulsive. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, they all start doing this. It's a, a zombie thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's real gross. I do like the the, the build-up, though. It's very horror movie. Sam's like, oh, I'm gonna regret this. This is, if Sam was not the protagonist, this is where his face would have been eaten. Mm -hmm. In the, like, when it, I can see, like, you know how in the, um, oh god, what is that development company called the people who did until dawn and shit oh oh um dark picture no that's right? not no that's the name of their anthology um oh, super massive super massive oh yeah it's like in those yes. super massive games where you see the like the flash when you've decided your fate yes. that's exactly what happened <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's very funny. It, I always love seeing the boys interact with horror movie tropes, but not be affected mm -hmm. by them because they're the boys and they can't they can't get hurt in that way. 
they yeah, can get hurt, but like, like oh, I'm gonna this. she wasn't gonna eat them. Yeah, Sam's like, Sam literally knows what's happening. He's like, well, I guess I gotta do this anyway because it's for the case. He's like, I'm gonna be so brave about this. Yeah. So true. Anyway, and then the predictable thing happens. She just, she just keel over. Oh no, he kills her. He kills, he kills yeah, her, and he we get the her. blood splatter against the the ceiling, which is fun. And she, like, flops right next to her, like, husband's corpse, which is some good framing. Yeah. Which, okay, is interesting because, like, the fact that she ate her husband and then was bedridden implies that she was laying a trap. Mm-hmm. Like, zombies have intelligence. Like, yeah, which which connects later to the bit where Dean and Bobby mm. are in the closet and Dean's like, they're idiots. They don't know how to yeah. pick a lock and it just falls deathly silent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're still people. They just are being. They are. They are slaves to their their impulses. Like they can't control mm -hmm. themselves. So they're going to use everything in their uh, in their their capabilities to get what they want. Once again, appealing to Ash's deep fear of um, creatures that are able to open doors. Yeah, there's this <laughs> Nick Cage horror movie I really want to watch uh, that has the wild premise of. Uh, a disease that makes uh, every parent's, like, love for their child flip to hate. Uh, and so every parent in the world suddenly turns and wants to kill their children, and the kids have to, like, escape. And Nick Cage plays the dad um, and goes full Nick Cage. Nick Cage <laughs> like, That's a compelling premise for a horror movie. Nick Cage is a little bit crazy. He loves doing it. It's great. Mm -hmm. Shout outs to him. Everyone everyone go watch The Color Out of Space with Nick Cage. Yeah. Well, I I do want to point out the um uh some allegations came out against the director of that movie unfortunately. Oh. Uh but Nick Cage is really good in it and all the actors are go really good in it. Movie. Yeah, go pirate that movie. <laughs> it's sad because like the the studio in general, it's the same studio that did um Mandy and another really good one whose name escapes me for the moment. Like they do really good work and like They've they've ousted that guy uh, from like doing future work, which is good, but it is unfortunate. Yeah, can't have shit in Detroit. Yeah. Anyway, um, they go talk to Bobby, and her, <laughs> like she ate her husband, and <laughs> Bobby's like, "Well, she was always kind of nutty." Just continuing to try to lie to himself. And they're like, "Well, we have to stop these things." Repeating the mm -hmm. thing, uh, wording. Mm -hmm. Um, and Bobby's like, all right, time to take out my gun and threaten you guys. Yeah, he does the Bobby thing of whenever he's upset, he pulls at his gun. Yep. <sighs> I don't want to think about how similar this probably is to the time he chased John off his property. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, 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 the transcript, <laughs> the transcript says interior, interior Impala at night. I don't know, because it is vague where they are. <laughs> They're just sitting in the car. There's no location, really. They're just, like, outside of a fence. I think they're outside his house, because there's, like, a big yeah, fence. Yeah, they're not what... far. Yeah. Like, they've driven yeah, off a little bit, so that he thinks they left. Yeah. So they talk about being like, well, what are we going to do? And Dean's like, well... Dean says, we're his family, Sam. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. So true. Sam's like, if he sees you, you're a dead man. No, he's not, Sam. He... Bobby's not going to shoot you. You know this already. You, Bobby threatened to shoot you, and you were like, you're not going to shoot me, Bobby. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is very funny. Dean's like, I'm gonna go save Bobby. And Sam's like, okay, I guess I'll go rescue everybody. The 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 <laughs> yeah. difference here in what you're doing versus I'm doing is pretty uh pretty intense. I'm gonna need some help. Yeah. And Dean's like, Oh, but the sheriff. She's like, last time I checked, the sheriff is pretty pro zombie. 
says Dean you're just gonna like, have to convince gonna... you. Sam says how. Dean says I don't know. I'm I don't just know. gonna. It's very <laughs> Thanks funny. Thanks for help, Dean. Dean's gonna go on the stealth mission. Yeah. That's like he's like five levels above where he needs to be, and Sam's gonna go off on the horde mission that has a little skull next to it to let him know that this is way above his pay grade right now. He needs yeah. to go farm some level one slimes before he can do this shit. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking about the next scene and the like back to back sadness we have of like so true. Karen starting to zombie zombify as we get this like little domestic scene with uh, Jody as her child is like I'm hungry and she like goes and gets his food and comes back and he has eaten his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, boy, it's the worst really day of this Kim woman's Rhodes life. TikTok. Kim Rhodes plays Jody. She's also played Shout the the mom in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. So yes, that was actor fact. Yes, you. you stole my actor fact. Um, I guess I won't do that for sorry, her. Sorry, but did Kim you say Rhodes her name? Did a, Kim Rhodes. Kim Rhodes. Yeah, Kim Rhodes, okay. did a TikTok of like her two characters talking to each other, um, and the the Disney character was like so what was like the worst moment of your life or something like that and she gives like some example of like how her boys are always misbehaving or whatever happens on sweet life i didn't watch it um and jody's like probably when i came home to my son eating his dad like sausages that would have been it (laughs) um i guess i'll say she also plays cindy harrison in another world that's our kim rhodes actor fact cross that off the list shout out to kim rhodes she's such yeah she's so sweet on tiktok also Mm-hmm. She's one of like three actors I follow on there. Yeah. You follow Misha Collins on TikTok? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you'd say, you dumb fucking horse. <laughs> I actually got TikTok because of his weird strip talk. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, Sam shows up and is like, uh, sorry about your life, lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like. A lot of blood. Like, a lot of blood all over the floor. Yes. Yeah. Dad-eating situation. It's not great. Also, shout-out to this child actor who's just staring absolutely blankly yeah, at this woman. Yeah, with his, like, face all covered in, in blood. blood. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Literally holding a shred of intestine, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, like, long swinging and in his hand. Out his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. I love it. She's like, my husband. Sam's like, he's dead. She's like, that was not my son. He's like, You're right, it wasn't. Your town's in danger. Please, can you focus? Can we help? And shout outs to her. She's like, yeah, okay. How do we put him down? Headshot. Literally sobbing. Yeah. Where's the safe place we could take people? She goes, jail. And then Sam goes and kills her son for her. Oof. Yeah, and we just like watch her flinch at the gunshot, which is always pretty effective. Yeah, it's off screen. This is the show would not show on screen child death, but I think this is our this is our first implied child death as far like the boys shooting a child. Maybe I think I think this might very well be the first time the boys actively sh- kill a child. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. We've had like monster children before, but it tended to be like ghosts, and that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. There has been child death before, but, yeah, like, but not done by the at boys. The hands of Sam and yeah. Dean. Um, and then this is where Congrats, Sam, you made a new record. This is this really sad Karen and Bobby scene where Karen knows what's happening to her, and Bobby says it's gonna be all right, and she she says no, it's not, but she doesn't just say no, it's not. She goes like, no, it's yeah. not. Like it's. Whew, it was really good. It's a very touching scene. It's like the the dialogue is simple, but like the actors put a lot into it. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby's face is so sad 
she says i remember and like proves it and he says then you yeah. know why i can't do it again oh yeah sitting here gurgling it was so good as we two frowny faces death had a message for him yeah she says i just wanted to see you smile oh my god yeah and then dean sneaks in and like hears a gunshot and is like bobby and finds bobby sitting there with her body and just makes this yeah. they just look at each other i don't think they say anything it's effective. No, yeah. Yeah. Then we cut back to Sam, who is teaching everybody yep. how to kill zombies. Yep. And they're like, who mm -hmm. are you? And he goes, friend of Bobby Singers. And they're like, the town drunk. And, and then he, he says, points at Digger. Yeah, Digger's the yeah. town drunk. He's like, I thought he was the town drunk. Who told, like, you, who that? told you that? Bobby. <laughs> it's really funny. It's a good bit of levity after the extremely sad pair of scenes we just saw. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then the rest of the episode is zombie fighting. Yeah. Yep. It's it's the ending of Zombieland. Like it's not bad, but like you know, there's not much yeah. to cover it's, there. It's like yeah, it's a good, it's it's good and entertaining. There's the locked door scene that we talked about earlier. Yeah, uh, there's goes, a good don't you bit. ever get tired of being wrong? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a good exactly. bit where um Dean and Bobby are like back to back fighting zombies in the junkyard. Uh, one like grabs grabs Bobby and knocks him out of the chair, but like Dean shows up and like saves him. It's it's good. Yeah, there's a bit where they, like, pass a gun to each other. I yeah. I write more detail than that, but, like, they're working really well together. The way, yeah, the way they work together here is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's when they when they run out of bullets and Bobby, like, holds up his shotgun and Dean takes it and hits the zombie in the head with it. Mm-hmm. It's great. They start smashing through his windows. Poor Bobby's windows are just constantly mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> getting getting Smashed. Smashed. Dean and Sam are too busy with the plot. Oh, yeah. Dad the, the, the fucking windows. The gun scene is uh, 3557. Yeah, the Bobby, the Bobby, the zombie smashes through the window. And yeah, Bobby like holds it up with both of his hands. And Dean just grabs it and smashes the zombie. It is good fight choreography. Also, all the pies are in the background, which is, it's funny that they kept them there. That's really good. Um, Unfortunately, there is a Confederate flag helmet yeah, I thought in so. Bobby's There's like something yeah yeah it's like I think it's supposed to be like an evil Knievel style helmet because mm -hmm. evil Knievel wore those helmets with like the strips of like uh uh red stars or uh, sorry the blue strips with the white stars um but generally they were white helmets and this one's red which is the confederate flag colors I don't know I yeah I mean Bobby also had a dog named named Rumsfeld yeah. so this is what Supernatural thinks Bobby is yeah this is also in 2010 when there was less, when that was like, uh, just like, a, for, for a lot of the public consciousness, it was like, oh yeah, whatever, it's a symbol of the South. Yeah. I'm not excusing it. They're not it. even I... in the South, they're in South Dakota. Yeah, I know, they're in South, South Dakota. Dakota. It's not even, yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> Bobby, you weren't even in the Confederacy. Hashtag not That's my Bobby. Every time I see somebody here, for reference, I live in Eastern Washington, in the Pacific Northwest. Every time I see a Confederate flag sticker on somebody's car, I'm like... My brother in Christ, we weren't even a state. What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know why, but also I'm like, sir? <laughs> and before you ask, yes, I have seen, like, five. Because it's eastern fucking Washington. Yeah. But this, anyway. this like, you ever tired the the being, what's he say? You ever tired of being wrong? Yeah. Don't you ever get tired of being yeah, wrong? Yeah, it's funny. Also, uh -huh, some, it's of the, some of the zombie extras are black men. It's true. Diversity win. I guess. Uh, and then they win. 
and they burn all the bodies in a big pyre in the town graveyard. I, I, I think probably everyone in this town would, like, swear themselves to silence after this. There's no way any of this can be explained. Just keep the news out of here. Keep it all hush-hush. Well, Jody said some, some people are going to the papers, but no one's going to believe Right, them. right. So I think those, like, five people are going to be shunned by the yeah. community, and then everyone else is like, yeah, this never happened. It's fine. Um, Dean and Bobby were hiding in a closet, and we don't ever get to see them come out. Dean never came out. <laughs> it's true. There's a closet joke in the next episode. Too. He's literally in the closet next episode, too, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's The road is in the closet. That's what the note was. Yeah. The lighting yeah. in this scene mm-hmm. at the end is interesting because it's really vibrant and like their faces are really warm and it's like, oh, that's nice. But then you remember that their faces are warm because they're being lit by this pyre of corpses. That's a nice detail. Like, though, obviously it's because it's easier to, to shoot it, but they've like wrapped up all the bodies um, in like white cloth, which like makes it less grisly. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby had to burn his wife a second time. He's got his own, like, little funeral pyre pyre for her. Yeah. Says she was the love of my life. How many times do I gotta kill her? Which makes me ball. Bobby. Mm -hmm. Also, this is where Dean says, I don't know anything about love, but at least you got to spend five days with her. Interesting that in season five, he says, I don't know anything about love. And then in season, I don't know, like, 14, he says something else about love. All right. I wonder who he fell in love with in that time. Mm. Oh, he's like, I should, I should apologize. And then he's like, Yeah, it's because you guys are the protagonists. That's why this yeah. happened to me. Yep, death put a hit on him. Yeah, which is, I don't know if I like that as an explanation. Like, I get it, but also, I, I like know, it because it's one of the instances where the narrative and the meta narrative are the same. Like, obviously, in real writer world this happened to bobby because he's bobby and they're the winchesters like that's why this is set in yeah. sioux falls so that it could happen to bobby and so for the story itself to be like yep it happened to bobby because they're the winchesters is good for yeah me. it works for me because it's like Fair. death is out for out for them like he's trying to hurt them he's like i've been helping you i'm one of the reasons you're still saying no to lucifer sam i don't know if they want to take my life or my spirit either way they wanted me out of the way yeah. And then the episode ends on Sam saying, but you're going to be all right, right, Bobby? And I Dead love I, I love whenever the show ends with this. It's so good. Like I in part, it's an easy way to like not have to engage deeply with like the emotions of what happened. But also it's I don't know. I find it really effective whenever they do it still because it's like it's that Anakin and Padme meme. You're going to be. Okay, yeah, Bobby, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's the episode. That's all I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, good zombie episode. Very sad. I like the way it leaned into like the hunger of zombies. Most of the stuff I've already said. Um, yeah, like this one a lot. Uh, Stay tuned next for us going fucking full batshit. Yep. Uh, so we did. We did Kim Rhodes. Uh, Clay Thompson was played by uh, Troy Rup- Ruptash, who was one of the protagonists Chuck in Firsts, which I think is like a rom com sitcom type thing. Um. And uh, Benny Sutton was played by the legendary Canadian voice actor Scott McNeil, as I said, who has 403 credits on IMDb. So I'm just going to give his greatest hits. Uh, he's Piccolo in the Canadian dub of Dragon Ball. Uh, he's Dr. Wily in the Mega Man show, in the Mega Man animated TV show. He's Duo in Gundam Wing. Hohenheim in the original Fullmetal Alchemist dub. Hack in Reboot, so alongside many other 
characters in Reboot. Wolverine in X-Men Evolution. Uh, he's Hecarim and Scion in League of Legends. Uh, and for Eights, he was Karloff, Overlord, Arcturus, Sto- the Stone Warriors, and Klaus in Ninjago. Amazing. Shout out to Eights. Oh, right. Right. He. <sighs> Don't be gay on our podcast. He's... Don't make me be gay, then. He's also in a trilogy of movies called Howard Lovecraft in the Frozen Kingdom, Howard Lovecraft in the Undersea Kingdom, and Howard Lovecraft in the Kingdom of Madness, which yeah, appear like to I've be anima- animated children movies about a young goth H.P. Lovecraft. I don't. What the? F- I think that's problematic. What? I hopefully he's not racist in them. If you if, Girl, what? if you look up like the the CGI is so extremely cheap. I there's like a weird image of like goth like glaring not glaring but like looking ominously at the camera baby boy Lovecraft with like Cthulhu next to him. I don't know what's going on here. It's bad. I don't like it. Also, Ron Perlman is in these movies? <laughs> or maybe just the first one. But I don't know what's going on here. Apparently it's based on a comic book. Ron Perlman? Yeah, and in the comic book, baby Howard has like a, a Cthulhu pet with him. What is going on? This is bad. This is I don't like any of this. I do want a Cthulhu pet. I think that would fuck. Mm-hmm. That's fair, but but it's bad. I don't like it. Yeah. We should not romanticize the lives of horrible racists, I think. No. Hot take. Uh, anyway. Um, hot take. It is a hot take, if you ask certain people. Yeah. Anyway, that's this episode. We're going to take a break, break, take, take a break now. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about Dark Side of the Moon. Episode 16, Dark Side of the Moon, written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, directed by Jeff Woolno. Uh, good good job, Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin. I like this one. This oh. one is good, except in the episode. context that it's a Dabb episode and it in fu- makes future decisions absolutely baffling. Mm-hmm. This, okay, you remember my, guys, my uh, rant in the live guys, blogging channel last night? Let me do the synopsis first. <laughs> so okay. We open on a lot of crushed beer cans and Dean asleep. He wakes up to being held at gunpoint, Sam 2, by Roy and Walt, some hunters who are very mad at them for causing the apocalypse. We haven't seen these guys before, right? Or are these these guys who tried to, who like, I think they're, were they, bullied they might Sam be hunters earlier. that, yeah, exactly, but I can't remember if they actually are. I don't think they're the same guys. I don't think so either. Um, the way the scene is is laid out makes me think that the show does not expect the yeah. audience to recognize this yeah thing. um was was were they in the cold open like did the did the cold open cut back to that whole situation i don't think so. okay, okay no then... i checked to walt's uh wiki page and this seems to be his first appearance yeah okay i figured um okay they kill sam dean threatens them and then they shoot dean and we get the like we hear the gunshot and then we transition to the title credits with the blood in the water theme it's so pretty uh which is really which is which is good i think i think it's good mm-hmm. um dean wakes up in the impala to knocking on heaven's door 
uh, and which is my favorite Bob Dylan song. And Teen Sammy is back. Uh, they shoot fireworks in the middle of the woods as like knock 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 on Heaven's door goes off, and it's it's good. Uh, and it's apparently a thing they did back together in '96. Uh, and then the gunshots from earlier violently cut off the song, and Sam disappears as Dean remembers where he is and what happened to him. Uh, and then Dean gets a call from Castiel on the radio to tell him he's dead, and that if he follows the road, he'll find Sam. Uh, Castiel on the radio is very good. There's a bit later with him on the TV, which is also extremely good. Um, the the I have a lot to talk about about the the framing in this episode and the like the way it leans into the uncanny. It's cool. This is, this is a well directed episode. Um, Sam, meanwhile, is meeting a young girl's family and having Thanksgiving together. This is his first real Thanksgiving, 11 years old. Uh, the house then starts shaking and the lights go out, so they hide, uh, like, Dean shows up and it's like, Sam, and then they hide as, like, spotlights are hunting for them, uh, which is very spooky and good. Dean tries to call Cass, and he answers on the TV, like I said, and tells them not to go into the light. Zack is looking for them to resurrect them, but this is a rare opportunity for them to find an angel named Joshua. Rumor is, he talks to God. Dean goes looking for the road in this house and finds one of those toy car game thingies where you pull the switch and they go, and uh, using it teleports them to their house in Kansas. Mary shows up and makes Dean a sandwich, and it's not Sim's memory, so he just has to sadly and awkwardly watch... Sam finds a Route 66 postcard, and that takes them to Flagstaff, to a shitty house Sam lived in for two weeks when he ran away. He had a golden retriever named Bones. Dean, however, was worried sick during this time period and is mad that this is a happy memory for him. They go outside and are back on the road at night. This is the night Sam ditched them for Stanford. Dean is very upset. I I'm, I'm mad that we didn't get to see that scene. Dean is very upset, and every Sam memory... Dean is very upset that every Sam memory is about him escaping his family. Uh, Zack Spotlight then catches them as they're arguing, and they book it into the woods. Zack shows up and follows them for a bit, talking amiably, and then they run into a luchador? Who draws a sigil onto the door and leads them through a cabin into the roadhouse, and it's Ash! Ash is back, everybody. I, Return of the I, I was so happy. Uh, he's in heaven. I'm so happy for him. Um... Ash explains that heaven is like a bunch of little worlds, slices of paradise, all shoved together. Most people are stuck in their own, because, but because Ash is a genius, he's figured out how to hop around and has been visiting people, including potentially hooking up with the guy who wrote the Kama Sutra. Uh, yeah. They inform Ash that Ellen and Joe are dead, which is sad. He says he hasn't seen the Winchesters, but he has seen Pam, so she's here now. Um... Ash has made, like, an angel police scanner on a laptop that Heaven gave him. I don't know how that works, but it's fine. I don't mind it. Ash gets to be a cool hacker boy. Uh, he and Sam do nerd stuff in the background as uh, Dean is talking to Pam about how, like, weird and lame Heaven is. It's like the Matrix. It's just a copy of reality. Um, Ash gets them into the garden where the angels hang out at the center uh, which is where they're going to find Joshua, and they say goodbye, Pam to Dean quite thoroughly. Uh, they step through, but they're back in Kansas for some reason, and Mary's back. She starts bleeding from her gut wound and saying very mean things, and all the exits get bricked over, which is neat. She berates Dean, and then Zach shows up and sexually harasses the memory of Dean's mom, which is a choice, uh, and then he starts beating Dean up. Apparently, he's lost all respect since he got assigned the boys and hasn't been able to get Dean say to say yes, so he's taking it out on them. Then Joshua shows up and rescues them. He scares Zach away by going, would God want this, basically, and then the boys are in a pretty greenhouse. Josh tells them that God is on Earth up to something, and he does indeed still talk to him. 
God gets lonely, apparently. His message to the boys is back off. He knows everything. None of what's happening is his problem. He did bring the boys back in Castiel. It's the most he's intervened in ages. Just another deadbeat dad. Then he sends them back, uh, Joshua, I mean, and we get a reshoot of the cold open. They wake up and their shot up bodies healed. They tell Cass about what Joshua said, and he doesn't take it very well and gives Dean his necklace back. Sam tries to cheer Dean up, but Dean throws the necklace in the trash. End of episode. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Episodes t- designed to make you cry. I'm going to take a back seat on this one. <laughs> let, let you guys handle it. We're not handling it. We're not handling, We're not handling it. <laughs> God. We kind of skimmed over some of the most interesting aspects of the Mary scenes, but we're going to talk about it. Well, yeah, that's, it. that's, that's, what, that's yes. what this part is for. I'm just trying that to summarize what, what happened. For. The cold open is just like, look how many times we've killed our main characters. We're going to do it again. <laughs> so true. It's, it's very funny. Uh, yeah, death truly no longer matters. There's an there's a implication that this has happened multiple times. Yeah. And every time it happens, they get their memories wiped. Which crazy I'm implications to never ever touch on again. No, yeah, they will not Cass, talk about it. Has Cass sent them after Joshua before? No, probably not. I think it's just like they end up dying and going to heaven, and the angels are like, "Well, we can't have that," so they just send them back. Why yeah, they usually catch. I assume that Zechariah usually catches them before they talk to Cass. Mm, okay. Yeah, Cass probably has a hard time getting that spell to work, so it's it was a matter of timing. True. True. Also, like, usually, like, since Cass marked their ribs, he probably can't tell, like, where they are or that they're dead. (laughs) So he might have, like, heard about it in some way, like, this time. Like, the details don't really matter, but this time is different. Fair enough. Knocking on Heaven's Door is a really good song choice for this. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Wait, you skipped. My notes here are not... Well, yes, I did. They're not very coherent. First, it just says sleepy because Dean is waking up. He's got his hand under his pillow looking for his gun, which Roy has. He's been um, drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep, which would explain how they got yeah. snuck up on. Um, Sam's already awake. <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah. Sam's just fucking sitting there with a gun pointed at him. He's like, well, this may as well happen. <laughs> yeah. Brief. Adult life is already so fucking weird. Brief continuity thing. I like to think about the fact that the reason why they've both been drinking heavily, or maybe just Dean, I don't know, uh, is due to the events of last episode. Yeah, that yeah, sucked. They have a fucked life. Um, my only other notes for the cold open are awe again. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the awe was about like the the way that Dean just sits there after Sam dies. Yeah. And then he threatens that he's like, you can kill me. It's fine. Come on, let's get the show. Oh, that's what the come on was for. Because he says, come on, let's get the show on the road. Like, it's so explicit the way that Dean is, like, actively suicidal every time somebody he loves dies. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I also really like the way these hunters are like, well, we killed Sam. We don't have to kill Dean. Sam was the one who was going to bring the apocalypse. And the other one's like, you idiot, you just killed his brother. Do you want Dean Winchester as your enemy for the rest of your life? Kill him, you idiot. Which, you know, fair. Yeah, he's scary. It's good. Yeah, I also like how they decided to wear ski masks to try and, <laughs> Even like, though it doesn't work and they have to pull them off. It does yeah. fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. I like how Dean is, like, the legendary scary guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's protagonist syndrome, a reputation. but I have a crush on him, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Anyway, then we get Knocking on Heaven's Door, which, yeah, is like the song that comes after Carry On My Wayward Son. If Carry On My Wayward Son is about moving forward and like looking for peace or like having peace at the end of the road, Knocking on Heaven's Door is about dying and finding peace at the end of your road, so it's fitting. At the end of the road. <sighs> I hate this show. Anyway, Baby Sammy. Baby so this is 1996, and I think, what year did um, After School Special take place in? Dean was 17 or 18. Okay, so he was born in 86, right? Who was, but neither yeah. of them were born in 86. They were 79 and 83. Oh, okay. 1979 plus 17. 1996 is the same year. Okay, I knew it. I thought so, because there was, this is ancient. But I saw something one time about like how after school special and Dark Side of the Moon have this like same year situation and Sam mm. and Dean like they don't look the same age. Like I don't think this Colin Ford looks the same age here as he did there, did he? No, he looks a little bit older. It's been I mean that's because yeah. of the casting. Never mind then. Maybe yeah. it was a different thing I'm thinking of. Um I mean they are very they are very different. It, but that's be in after school special but that's because there there's an age gap between them and the age gap between teenagers is uh, uh visually a lot yeah mm -hmm. a 13 year old and an 18 year old look really different believe it or not <laughs> that's not what i was saying i mean like in terms of maybe it's not this then because clearly dean is just like as himself and not a teenage yeah. version of dean in the memory um but there was something that I can't remember what it is now where it's like the different episodes seem to be from different brothers perspectives because the ages don't match up. Like they don't like the, they're maybe bad boys or something. That makes sense. Actually. Um, there's like, there's another episode where like Sam looks way younger than he does in his own memories, you know? So it's like the perspective of the brothers, but I guess it's not relevant to this episode. So never mind. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I like seeing little Sammy. He's very excited about these fireworks. He gives Sam a hug. He says, Dad would never let us do anything like this. Thanks, yeah. Dean. This is great. And gives him a hug. Oh, my God. This is one of Dean's happiest memories. And they're just, they're just laughing together. He's got, like, a big old grin. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the fire... Sam says, do you have yeah. your lighter? And Dean says, oh, I haven't seen this thing in years. It's so... Uh... Yeah. And then the sound of the fireworks transitions into the sound of a gunshots. Um, mm -hmm. Very Americana, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Because he's, like, half remembering his death, so he's very confused. And then he gets Cass on the radio. Dean, so far, has been assuming that this is a dream. Um, Cass says, deep yeah. down, you already know. And then Dean, like, we see Dean remember his own dead body, and he says, I'm dead. And Cass says, condolences. <laughs> so yeah, good, I, I love, love him. him. So much. He's such a funny bitch. Love yeah. Him. And Dean says, how did I get to heaven? Oh, my God. Yeah, Sam says pretty much the same thing later. He says, how are we in heaven? God, he's literally already been to hell. They don't think they deserve to be saved. Yeah. And then Cass says, follow the road and you'll find Sam. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Andrew Dabble ever used that idea again. But it's worse. It's worse. I went on a whole rant in the live blog. Literally channel worse. Saying, you guys, you don't even know. Do we want to have oh. a... Hmm. 
I know, I know we've we spoil the finale all the time because it's the premise of this whole thing. But like, do we want to have a finale rant at the end? That seems like a good place to put it. So if people want to skip okay. it, we can. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because I do want to hear your finale. Rant. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what I'm mad it's about this episode is not 100% the finale. There's also some other late season stuff, but I'll be vague yeah. about that. Valid. Yeah. Um. Mostly it's just going to be me regurgitating what I said in the live blogging channel, but I think I have good takes, so I want to inflict it on yeah, our readers. I mean, that's the readers. <laughs> Listeners. The readers of our imaginary transcripts. Uh-huh. So true. Um, I'm just... There's a, there's a thing... This episode being named Dark Side of the Moon, like, I get it in terms of, like, oh, it's heaven, it's somewhere else, it's somewhere, like, you can't see with your eyes, because, you know, you can never see the dark side of the moon... But also, like, the, the the Pink Floyd album, and particularly when the line is said in Brain Damage, a song about about losing your mind slash, like, having a mental breakdown, uh, and the fact that, like, it's something that can happen to anybody. I like that song a lot for that reason, and, like, a lot of Pink Floyd's early work in general for that sort of thing, like, a lack of stigma around mental health and the fact that it's, like, a thing that happens to people. Like the I'll see you on the dark side of the moon is say is like saying like it's okay if this happens to you, like I've been there too. Um and there's mm -hmm. something good about that and like them going down their memories and all the stuff that's happened to the boys and the fact that it's like so much trauma has happened to you. I don't know. It's like there's something brewing in my head about that. I like this episode name choice in that like uh, metatextual way. Mm-hmm. Also speaking of dark side of the moon, the like this guy as Zena's driving is like extremely off-putting special effects in like a really pretty way. Yeah, there's the like the moon is really big in the sky, right? And like the stars are mm -hmm. spinning. Yeah, it's cool. It's neat. Heaven's heaven's weird. Yeah, yeah I like how I I like how Eldritch Heaven Heaven is. I just love it's I love odd. Eldritch Natural. We got real spooky, like. I don't know, like almost John, not quite, not as good as John Carpenter, obviously, but like John Carpenter esque, like spooky background synths is the best way I can put it. So then we get John Carpenter oh, did the Alien soundtrack, right? I don't think so. John Carpenter is Halloween and uh, the Thing and all sorts of ah. other uh, horror movies, okay, but yeah, that was close. Oh wait, oh no, never mind. I was thinking of something else. No, but but yeah, his he tends to like write songs slash score uh his movies and uh, is good is good at synth stuff also he because he's quit directing now he just makes like electronic music with his son and it's good go listen to john carpenter's that's music so cool. yeah that's john carpenter on, anyway um we get this thanksgiving scene it's really cute and sad yeah mm -hmm. um he's only been in this school for two weeks um, and this girl clearly has a crush on him, and then she grabs yeah. his leg under the table, which is gross because he's a full adult in this memory, because it's it's him, it's Jared Padalecki yeah. reliving Sam's memory. That's um, true. So it, it doesn't play well. Um, Andrew Dab. I sort of... But it's... in fairness, Sam is very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Like, he's not like, oh, yeah, he's like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I like the details of it being a thing that happened to 11-year-old Sam, but, yeah, like... Cute. The, the fact that it is adults it's yeah because it's like i don't know the i like in general that they're adults through this episode because it's like them reminiscing on things and like you know when you think back on yourself like you are who you are when you're thinking back on that uh but also it probably would have played for tv better if they had young sam in this scene it's true yeah 
Yeah. Like, what if someone's having, like, like, involved their first kiss when they were a teenager and now they are an adult? Like, it's weird. This is the sort of thing that probably would have, like, if it happened in a book, it wouldn't be bothersome because you could, like, lean more into, like, the weirdness of memory and this, like, happening to young Sam without needing to worry about actors. Yeah. Visually. Like, it's, and it's played for laughs when we see, you know, Dean in his I Love Hugs shirt and stuff like that. (laughs) The I Love Hugs shirt was very good. It's so good. So they're not entirely unaware of how it looks having these full-grown yeah. men. In oh, ab- ab- absolutely not. Um, I don't think it was intentionally gross, but it, yeah, it just lands in a way. That's yeah, I mean, they're yeah, a little bit weird. Yeah, but like Wyatt said, Sam is uncomfortable with it. Emma said that, but I agreed. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, this is where Sam, well, once Dean shows up and says we're in heaven, Sam says, how are we in heaven? You, I get, oh. sure, but me, maybe you haven't noticed, but I've done a few things. He's completely willing to accept that Dean would be in heaven, but not himself. <sighs> Smashing my head against the wall. One, one more thing. When, screaming and kicking. When Dean is, like, looking at him through the doorway, um, there's, like, a cut from Dean to looking at the table through the doorway, and Sam's chair is empty, and they're, like, the characters are still acting as if Sam's there, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. I love it. Once again, it's really unsettling. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then, like, the lights go out and the whole house starts shaking and the, the spotlight yeah. comes through the window and the, the the family, they keep eating their dinner. Yep. Also, the, the guy goes, oh, honey, is there marshmallows in this? As the, like, angelic light is, like, be not afraid. <laughs> um... I also just want to say I like that the the room they're standing in is dark and so like they're mostly in shadow but the light from the room is shining on them which is really good. The lighting is really good uh about like being on the edge of something you remember or like having been pulled out of it. It's it's evoking that well. Mhm. I also love how angels are dangerous in heaven. Yeah. When they're in humans heaven, when they're not in vessels, it's great. The idea that Angels are not necess- like I don't want to say not welcome, but like they're, they're not destructive. Made they're, for... they're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not made for this area of heaven. Yeah, because this is the humans only zone. <laughs> I like it. It's cool. Well, and humans literally like even in heaven, humans cannot perceive angels like, and they cannot mm-hmm. perceive what heaven looks like to angels. Like later when they're in the garden, it it appears as different things to different people. They can even mm-hmm. after they're dead and like they're just souls and so presumably they don't have like organic minds to explode when they see an angel's true form they still their souls cannot manage it either they haven't Mm -hmm. like been given new sight and i know obviously that's like due to the fact that this is a television show and we can't we don't have the budget to like lean into that sort of like potential like psychedelic creativity you could do for what heaven looks like for angels uh, I still think it's good, yeah. uh, like the the limitations I, of the medium, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how it holds up when we get more images of heaven, but I really like the idea here that Zachariah and Joshua and the other angels aren't even in vessels, yeah. but this is just how Dean and Sam are perceiving them because they know their souls can sense that this is Zachariah and this is what Zachariah looks like to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny um, that like hiding behind things still works, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way I was thinking about it is like accept it. it's all a metaphor. Like it's it's That's what I was thinking. Their souls like, are doing things to evade yeah. sight like I don't know. Like I'm willing to accept it. I'm willing to play around with the different ways it could be interpreted. I, I'm fine with just like yeah. 
Yeah. That happens. I know. It's cool. I like the camera cuts so they can get away with it. Yeah. That's where I am with this. Yeah, like I said, the the this episode is really creative in terms of its cuts and its mm-hmm. use of lighting and effects and stuff. Cast on the TV, we get next, speaking of which, which is really oh, good. So good. Well, the way it cuts around on him, like zooms in on his mouth when he's talking. It's like constantly like VCR effects going off. He's in black and white. It's very video yeah. gamey. It's like um, Borderlands 2 whenever Angel comes up on your HUD. Mm-hmm. It's the same, same dealio. The thing it shout out to all the Borderlands fans out the there. The thing it was reminding me of of that old um, 1984 Apple ad with like the big t- like talking head on the TV, the one directed by Ridley Scott. Okay. Nothing. Ridley Scott directed an Apple. Nothing. An Apple you guys haven't seen this. Commercial? Sorry for being no. uncultured. I'm gonna post this, this maybe constantly. You're like, here's this very basic thing you should know about. And we're like, um. I, I'm gonna post this. Uh, surely you've seen this like screenshotted on Tumblr or something at some point. Maybe show it. to Yeah, me I'm and posting I'll see. this in general. And like the woman running with the hammer and she smashes the TV. No, no that just looks like Mr. Oh House. God. Okay, never mind. And then also Missy coming at you through square window. <sighs> never mind. It's fine. What are you saying? <laughs> you guys are just making words now. Anyway, Mr. House is a character in Fallout. Missy is a character in Doctor Who. It has that sort of old timey vibe. Uh, mm, Cass like is like, it. go find the garden, which I didn't mention in my synopsis because it doesn't matter that much. But I mean, I mentioned um, it later. Cass is a bitch at some point because I wrote, I love when Cass is a bitch heart emoji. So I don't know where <laughs> that is. Oh. Uh, but he's a bitch somewhere in there and I love him. Um. Oh, no. Oh, right, because Cass says, rumor is Joshua talks to God, and Dean says, and so, and Cass says, you think maybe, just maybe, we should find out what the hell God has been saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, he says, hey, what the hell? Oh, He's yeah. so fed up. I so love true, bestie. him. So true, bestie. I love him. Don't, yeah, you don't have to take these crap. So true. That's right. Make him sleep on the couch for once, Cass. Um, also, we learned that the, uh, the, the road of heaven is called the Axis Mundi, um, which is the? I figured you'd have something to say about that. Yeah, it's neat. it's a it's a um, it's the term in astronomy for the axis of Earth between the celestial poles. Like it's the line straight down the middle of the Earth. Uh, but in like, in like mythology, the North pole, the South Pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like down the middle. Mm-hmm. Like the through the center. Through the center yeah. of the Earth. Like okay. it's the it's a Ooh. you know it's not a real line but it's a it's a. Um, if you were to put if you, the Earth yes, on a yes, stick, yes, exactly. The axis Mundi would be the one that the globe the spins on. Yes, exactly. Um, it's it's also the, like the axis of rotation. Um, but uh, or it, hmm, it may not be the axis of rota- rotation. Probably shifts, but the it was it was what people thought it was before we learned more about uh, uh, astronomy how and how planets work. work. Yeah. Um, but in yeah, in mythology, it is also a like. It's like an anthropological term um, that is about that is used as a way to describe anything that is like a connection between heaven and earth uh, or like higher and lower planes. So like um, Yggdrasil is an axis Monday as an example. Neat. Cool. The stairway to yeah, heaven. Yeah. The stairway to heaven is an axis Monday, <laughs> uh, which is also like, you know, a lot of um, a lot of religious buildings are like big or like really big and tall. As a way of like pointing mm-hmm. toward heaven, and so it's like that's like a architectural axis Monday. Tower of Babel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. also thinking the Tower of Babel. Stop having my brain. <laughs> um, and also like holy mountains too are kinds of axis Mundi. Mm-hmm. Ma- Olympus. Ma- Mundi. I don't know. 
Anyway, yeah, that's your fun fact folklore corner. Thank you. That was a fun, fun fact. fact. I love what I love how Cass says, for you it's two lane asphalt. Yeah. Yeah. There's something all, very interesting about it. like the manifestation of heaven as like specifically what they've always known. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's this episode is saying something. Um, speaking of saying things, the thing Dean says next made me be like, wait, who wrote this episode? Did Eric Kripke write this episode? He says, <laughs> I think we hit the yellow bricks and find this Joshua cat. Dean, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Literally, every time he says something, I'm like, problems. you have so many things in your brain. I want to study you. Mm -hmm. But he believes him. Sam says, last I checked, yeah. you wanted to break God's nose. Now you think you can help? And Dean says, he's the only one I can who can. So prayer, the last hope of a desperate man. He, you know what? Remember in One Twelve Faith, <laughs> he's not much of a believer. He will yep. be. He is. Remember how he uh, prayed in the last episode? Mm -hmm. Yep. Do I ever? Not the last episode, but the one before that. Yeah, last week. Yep. Um, uh, they they step outside and also thinking about other things in the future. Shut up. They, they step outside then and look at what I'm pretty sure is a JPEG of a forest. Um, like not even a PNG. They got that <laughs> degradation going on. Um, but it's the it's the it's a temperate rainforest. It's it's shoutouts to to BC and the forests here. It's very thick with foliage. I was like, "Oh, that's my home." Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny that it's just like the the depth. The depth feels slightly off file. is why. And like, also, I you know, it's probably green screened in, but it does look like like an old timey like video game skybox where it's just like an image they've like plastered over um, the background. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's fine. Like they see the forest and like, uh, wasn't there supposed to be a road? And then this is where they find the little like RC car thing. Did either y'all have one of those when you were a kid? Or, like, have any friends who had one of those? Similar. Not the exact I, one, I think. I think? I feel like my dad had one? Or my older brother? I just, I do, like, very vividly remember the sound. Yeah, I love the sound they made. I have one of these things. It did the same, like, loop. Yeah. It's so Dean says he used to have one of these as a kid. As what? As, like, a four-year-old? Oh, my God. He wasn't a kid yep. after that. <laughs> a road in the closet. Literally, yeah, his road was they... through the closet. Yeah. For no so reason. they um they do it and they're like oh, when does the cut happen? Cuz he it cuts to him wearing the shirt. Um oh they yeah, the, it's it's they set the car in motion and then like camera pulls back yeah. and they're now in a different room. Yeah, so the cut was when it cut to the um it like moved the camera moved away from them and like it went down toward the toy. So that's cool. I like that. Mhm. Mm Good cuts. Did we say the director of this? Uh I did, yeah. Okay. He's in his Love Hugs t-shirt. Oh my this is, god. This is, actually, by the way, fun fact about the director. This is the only uh, episode of Supernatural he directed. Damn. Does he direct any other things that we might recognize? Um, he's a he's a big old TV guy. He directed some Sliders episodes, The Outer Limits, um, NCIS, Bones. Not a lot of, like... Bones. Vikings. It's sort of, um... He seems like one of those... Not a... Not a guest director exactly but like he hasn't been the main direct he hasn't been a director on anything for very long which is interesting mm -hmm. oh he directed a bunch of episodes of the expanse too oh my friends are obsessed with that show yeah i, I haven't seen the show yet but i love those books it's uh it's good i, I hear, it's really yeah good. i gotta watch the show 
I just want to finish the Stay book Stay tuned first. in uh, three oh, years for our Expanse podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, good directing this episode, as I said. Uh, yeah, then we this get the I Love Hugs turn into just Jesus. Yeah, he says we're home. He still calls it home. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's got, just like, like, blue race car on his desk that's cute, that, like, the camera, it's, like, right in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mary's wearing a white dress because, of course, she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a... This is a big room for a child, was one of my notes. It's like... I don't think this is Dean's room, because that's a, there's an adult bed in there, isn't there? I don't know. I thought there was, like, an adult bed. There were just toys on the floor. So maybe, like, this is the guest bedroom slash playroom. Maybe. I don't know. Hold on. Let me pull up a picture here. Is there, I'm like, sure any implication that this Fuck is... Fuck you, Dave Chappelle. That the memory is, like... Uh, affected by the person who's remembering it like is it specifically like dean's version of the room or is it like accurate to the reality i don't know i mean it's probably i mean this is the house right mm-hmm. this is absolutely his room his coats are hanging up he's got a little puppet yeah no that's not what i mean i mean like in terms of the size of the room like if Dean oh, was a little know. teeny guy he might be remembering i mean i think oh, i was just talking about the fact like man that's remember when people had big houses remember the the <laughs> 70s it's not or an adult bed. I don't know if it's a four-year-old's bed either. I don't know. I mean, they probably like it's not. A they t- probably like this is his room. He's a big boy now. He doesn't need a crib anymore. So they sized it according oh, to so boy. he could grow into it. He's got a little fireman hat, fireman helmet, and like a like a little teddy bear with a jacket. To be a fireman. Uh, <sighs> some good good mise en scène. Yeah. This puppet's kind of weird. It's a puppet. Yeah, um, 12.48. I don't have it open. Uh, here, I'll post it. Thank you. I, is this, what, I don't know what's, I, hmm, I don't like this puppet. This. <laughs> yeah, that is an unsettling Does the puppet, puppet have a mustache? No, I don't think so. I think he, I think he has a, 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 what do you call, you know, um, 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 uh. A manipulatable jaw. Oh, yeah. maybe that's it. Because, yeah, the mouth looks weird in a way that... Oh, mm-hmm. right. Because it's one of those where it's like the square mouth. So, yeah, it would open. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with the big cheeks. Yeah. yeah. It's got a little, like, bucket hat on. Anyway. We... It's kind of weird puppet. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, Mary shows up. Oh, yeah, she's in a... She's in a white dress, but it's sandwiches. like a... It's yeah, a mom it's like a dress. Like, dress. it's like pink pattern flowers on it i think it's, it's cute mm-hmm. she's so lovely okay sam kenny sam sam standing there and going mom and like being ignored is so sad yeah because mm-hmm. he has no memories of her he's never going to be able to interact with her in heaven yeah yeah he was just a little baby it's just he was so Ugh. And anyway, Sam's like, we should keep looking for the road, and Dean's like, one minute, please. I have to she comfort just wants my a mom. Minute with his mommy. This bit kills and she, me. Like, I was, I'm his dead. Hair. Oh my god. Okay, and then, oh, then she gets a phone call from John, and Dean remembers this. He was four, and uh, he says, "Mom and Dad were fighting," and then he moved out for a couple days fascinating sam says uh-huh. dad always said they had the perfect marriage and dean says dean pause says, for scream it wasn't perfect until after she died fantastic line so I, fucking like, good so I'll, crazy I'll, 
I'll forgive any past crimes from David Laughlin. I will not forgive any future crimes, of which I'm sure there will be many. But that this is a great line. This is some really good Dean childhood <sighs> content here. It's so good. Like the awareness that he has. He knows this. He's he's gone over it enough to like recognize this. Yeah. Top ten lines and to absolutely lose your marbles. Little baby, too. little baby Dean had so much emotional intelligence. <laughs> In a way that might be unrealistic, but I don't That's know. That's what I'm I don't saying. Like, I don't much. think he knew this at the time, but he's gone over it, and like he's he has enough oh. memory of it to recognize. No, like, I he's, mean he's been thinking about this for decades. I mean the bit where in the memory he he went over oh. and like hugged her. Yeah. Presumably yeah. that's a thing that happened, and that's why he stayed is because he yeah, remembered exactly. this and needed to go comfort his mom before he could move on here. Like he wasn't gonna leave her uncomforted because that's not how the memory oh went. Oh my god. Um, he literally at four years old okay yeah. so mary hangs up and she's like sniffling um he's not coming back at least obviously not yet and sam says what happens next and dean goes over to her and hugs her and this is what he said when he was four years old he says yeah. it's okay mom dad still loves you i love you too i'll never leave you yeah oh my god yeah and then she goes you are my little angel and goes to get him some pie and sam is watching this and dean is like defensive about it and sam says i just never, I realized, never realized how long you've been, been cleaning, cleaning up dad's, dad's messes, messes. <sighs> oh man i love you i'll never leave you yep <sighs> like his issues are so obvious and then he's just never gonna fix them <sighs> so you know how like sam has never understood dean and now he's like, oh, I get why you're the way you are now. Okay. Yeah. I see in it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was four years old. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so true. Episodes oh. to go absolutely fucking insane, too. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately cut to Sam figuring out how to get to the next yeah. memory, which is his memory. The way this works, <laughs> the way it, like... Them finding mementos that lead to other memories. There's this really cool shot where it's like close on the postcard and then it zooms back and we see this whole like Americana wall of postcards yeah. uh, from all over the like American West. Uh, it's heaven is the exact same way that ADHD brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're cleaning um, your room and you're going through like a Slumdog Millionaire like flashback situation, that's heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, this is like, I don't know, I don't know if Sam, I don't know how Sam got this house. Like, I guess he, he maybe like broke into someone's house that was like not being used or like, I don't know what, but he lived in this house for two weeks. Um, and he's, yeah, you like, you see, he's got puppy. He's got bones. He's so happy to see his dog again. Sam's dog agenda continues. <laughs> bones is my dog. This dog is so cute. When, so when he picks up the cute. pizza, yeah. the dog immediately like nudges it with his nose and comes over. Is like pizza, and Sam feeds him some pizza. Which don't feed pizza to dogs. The cheese is not good for their stomachs. But very cute. Yeah, it's Stay really cute. For Sam's it's... dogs. I just think they deserve to have pets. I want to know what happened also to Bones. Love how... Yeah, because like Sam's like, I lived here alone for two weeks. Where did you Where get did a you dog? Get this dog. What did you did do? He, like, I like the into the house and Bones was in here. Like just yeah, it's probably him. a stray. Yeah. But then what? Is the, but then, but then you left, left him. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's to make you sad, Ash. They did that to make us sad. When he leaves Bones, Bones is like, Ooh. "Stop! <laughs> I'm already sad about this episode." Where's my cat? <laughs> Need to hold my cat. He's probably upstairs. Oh, Bones is so cute. He's so cute. 
I love. You have to stop talking about bones before I. I cry. love golden retrievers and their dopey expressions. We already know why it. Left Sam's dogs. got. I got three dogs. <laughs> Sam is so happy in this memory. It's so cute. He's so happy. He's got. And then he's got. Sam has. You know how dogs look like their owners. Sam's puppy dog has puppy dog eyes. The same way Sam has puppy dog <laughs> so eyes. So true. And then. Oh, I think this is why I wrote Jesus like five times. Hold yeah, on. this is where Sam Dean goes. This is a happy memory for you. Yeah. And Sam says, yeah, I was on my own for two weeks. I lived on Funyuns and Mr. Pip, which is really cute. He was just a little guy. Uh, he was like, I'm going to be really bad at being an adult. It's so cute. It's unclear how old he was, but he was probably like, I don't know, late teens, I'd assume. Mm hmm. And Dean says, well, you don't remember, yeah. do you? You ran away on my watch. Yeah. I looked everywhere for you. I thought you were dead. And when dad came home. He does not finish that sentence. And he doesn't yeah. finish that sentence. And when dad came home. How do you write this and then also write, it's fine, it's fine. Listen, a lot can yeah, change uh, in Yeah, throw like back to something wicked. Um, and we know how John acts when Dean slips up and something happens to Sam. Yeah. And that was just... That was like, that was five minutes. This is two weeks. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Also, it's not clear at what point during those two weeks Dad came home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's unclear how long they were looking for him for. How long Dean was looking by himself before John showed up. Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. Sam calls him Bonesy. <laughs> mm -hmm. The dog, not Dean. <laughs> and Sam um, goes, "Look, I'm sorry. I never thought about it like that." Yeah. yeah, we know you haven't, Sam. Which yeah. is fine. Like, I'm not mad at Sam because, like, he shouldn't have had to think about it. It's just like Dean also should not have had to think about that. Yeah. Well, and then we lean into this even more because the next memory is the night he ditched them for Stanford. Mm -hmm. And Dean's like, "This is your idea of heaven? Wow, <laughs> this was one of the worst nights of my life." Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, this was a happy memory for you? I don't know. I mean, I was on my own. I got away from dad. Yeah, he wasn't the only one you got away from. He wasn't the only I'm gonna fucking cry. I'm gonna explode. Oh my god. Dean, you need Sam says, man, I never got the crust cut off my PB&J. I just don't look at family the way you do. Yeah, oh but I'm god. your family. We're supposed to be The shorthand there is so good. Yeah. This scene is really good. Yeah. Dean says, your heaven is somebody else's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Dean, he had a fucked childhood. Yeah. The way, like, it's so good the way they're completely different responses to having basically the same fucked childhood. Yeah. Like, they were literally raised together, and Dean's response is, let me cling to, like, the three happy memories I have from yeah. my childhood. And Sam was like, let me cling to the three times I got away from my childhood. Well, and, and Sam, when, this is jumping back a little bit, but when Sam says it was my first real Thanksgiving, Dean says, We had lots, we had yeah, we had Thanksgiving. And Sam says, Sam says, we had a bucket of yeah. extra crispy and dad passed yeah. out on the couch. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking horrific. Exactly the same narrative as a uh, very supernatural Christmas where Dean is yep. like, yeah, we had Christmas together. What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, then Zach shows up and like stalks him through the woods and does like a cool finger snap uh, to like, mm -hmm, to turn yeah, the lights, to turn the lights on. on. <laughs> it's really good. He says, come on, you guys can't run away from an angel in heaven. <laughs> He's making fun of them. It's really good. He's making fun of them, but also there's like a manic edge to him that like we haven't seen so much oh, before. Yeah. Like he is clearly like falling apart. Like he is just barely hiding the intense anger he feels under his like businessman, like CEO affability. 
Um, he is Jokerfied. It's really good and really yeah, he's, scary. I'm going to tear you a cosmos of new ones. Up. You're on my turf now, boys, and by the time I, I'm through with you, you're going to be begging to say yep. yes. He's very scary. It's really good. She says you can run, but you can't run. <laughs> They're literally, like, sprinting away on foot. It's very funny. Uh-huh. And then Ash shows up! And then Ash shows up! Ash, yeah. I don't know why he's in a Luchador costume, but it's great. Why not? <laughs> Maybe that's how he hides from Maybe. Uh -huh. it's, it's The Luchador mask has a sigil, on, like, inside of it. Yeah, it's metaphorical. <laughs> so like also i just love i him. love him so much he's allowed to he can His, do whatever he wants forever the music gets a little the guitar sting when he shows up uh, return, return of, of the, the king. king he draws this cool sigil on the door she's just being like a, a weird like backdoor heaven hacker wizard i love him so much i love him so much what a great character concept i love wizards who are just <laughs> yeah i blame shrek the third for that <laughs> He also because I didn't watch enough of the Black Cauldron <laughs> when I was a kid. He he the same way Zach snapped his fingers to turn the lights on. Uh, Ash does a little clap to turn the lights on in, in the roadhouse. So He's got a heaven clapper. Clap on, clap off. <laughs> does anyone else remember those infomercials? It rings a bell. They were fucking everywhere in my childhood. <sighs> like, uh, he goes behind the bar and snaps his fingers. Like, how about a cold one? And gives them both a beer. Yeah. Yeah. No hangovers in heaven. He's fucking vibing. He's having a great time. He's literally time. just chilling. Ash says, how did a dirtbag is... like me end up in a place like this? I've been saved, man. I was my congregation's number one snake handler. Uh-huh. He sure says that. <laughs> so what is... weird. I don't... It was a weird line. It was maybe like the most Christian we've seen the the, the theology get. It's, yeah. I <clears> don't <throat> know how much he's joking here considering I think he's he joking, says but snake it's... handler. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's joking, but he also, it, like, there isn't an alternate explanation provided. Gets into heaven by having sex with the entire congregation. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because Pam's here, too. Like, it's, it's, well, and a bunch of, well, well and like, also, also, the guy who wrote the Kama Sutra is here, who did not worship Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, well, so, yeah, that, that, that I had questions about, but I, I do... Uh, I think we we answered this a couple episodes ago, but like, it is easier to get into heaven than it quote unquote is yeah. in real life Christianity. Um, heaven is more the default, and hell is for bad yeah. people and people who and made deals. Pam was not a bad person; she just enjoyed life. Yeah. Same with Ash. They're like we're angels, not cops. But by and large, heaven does not care what you do in your life, so long as you don't like make deals with demons yeah. or like royally fuck something yeah also albert einstein is here which is fun he was ash just hanging out with albert einstein who are the other people he hung out with um besides um, did he, he says say James johnny Dean? cash andre johnny cash. the giant einstein andre the giant right and the kama sutra guy his name i have no idea how to pronounce yeah. malanaga vatsyayana and Ash says and that boy's having uh, sweaty, confusing, confusing. Did you have your gay confusing. awakening after you died, Dean Winchester? <laughs> also, he says that heaven is like Disneyland without the anti-Semitism. Uh -huh. I love him so much. He's so, so good. He's uh, this. They 
this character could have stuck around. He's so good. He has such magnetism whenever he's on the screen. I love you, Chad Lindbergh. He's, he's a fantastic actor. He has so much presence. The way he like moves his body, the way he snaps his fingers. I just I love him. I literally love the way he moves in this in this scene. If only he like, understood that deal. So true. Chad, you are so close that to being fucking Twitter like, to earning situation. Your name. <laughs> it's been months. Can't have shit in Detroit. Um He should be in more things, is my is my point. He's good. Mm-hmm. Like he's just fun to watch. Um and it, I love how Ash has a little, like, alert whenever Dean and Sam die. Yeah, 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 right. This is where we learn this has happened multiple times, right? Yeah. He just has, like, a little alert. Ash has, a, has an alarm. Yeah, an Damn, alert. they died again. <laughs> Losers. Mm-hmm. Cringe. Um, Did it hurt when you got to heaven for the 700th time? Yeah, this is also, like, this vision of heaven is so weird and, like, interesting, but also, like, it's... It's solitary confinement. People get put by themselves alone in solitary confinement for infinity. Well, hey, That's messed soulmates up. get to be together. Uh-huh. Soulmates are real, I guess. Just drop that casually. Like, yeah. <laughs> hello? Can we go back to that? I mean, I assume he was using that, like, <sighs> the way people that people, just... like, people who, like, are, are people who wouldn't want to be apart from each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some people get to share heaven. <sighs> this is a nightmare. This yeah, is horrible. I would rather not exist. <laughs> Like, I actually, no, I would rather be Ash and figure out how to hack the system, but... Ash looks like he's having a great time. Um, Ash is having a great time. shitty heaven. I think being self-aware would be fun. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get why it's fucked up. But also, I would, like, sell an arm to be able to just, like, be a hobbit, so... Yeah, but you're alone for eternity. You don't have anything to do. You're stuck in your own memories. I've got AR hobbits. I've got little AI walking around, smoking weed you with me. You do not have hobbits in your heaven yes, unless you this have is, actual memories of hobbits It's actually... Okay, well, you know what I mean. What's no. very funny is this is the exact plot point of a thing that happens in Friends at the Table, which is the, which which is the deepest the cut... <laughs> is the deepest cut in the world there's a okay it's pretty so in my favorite actual fight podcast friends at the table the world is ending and one of the ways a character tries to solve it is by putting everyone in their own individual like time memory bubbles where they can just live alone forever surrounded by like npcs of their memories uh and his hope is a you know he just gives people more time but b that like someone will figure out in, like, the infinite time that, like, within the moments that they're in there, how to stop the end of the world. Which which Friends at the Table campaign uh, is that? Hyron. Ah. Yeah, spoilers for, spoilers for Winter and Hyron, but it's fine. Um, yeah, anyway, it's just funny that it happens to be, like, the, the... I mean, it's not... They're not in here for a reason. This is just how heaven works. But it is identical, basically, to how Aurel's dream bubble... Not dream bubbles, that's Homestuck. To how Aurel's, like, time bubble things work. Anyway. Yeah, like, I've seen The Matrix. I understand. But But also, there are other people in The Matrix. Like, there are are NPCs as well, but, like, it's mostly other people. That's true. This isn't even The Matrix. It will be fun uh, talking about heaven. Yeah. Going forward. This is more more The Matrix in uh, Matrix 4. I haven't seen that. Oh, I forgot you haven't seen that. Shoot. Mm. Uh It's a good movie. Okay. 
maybe one of the nights when we run out of good omens to watch <laughs> i'll force uh my polycule to watch yeah, you should watch it uh, it's it's good anyway uh ash, ash is says like my own private idaho scared. oh yeah yeah he's literally gay <laughs> he also says he's, he's blue it. and dinanokian now he's so cool I he's had it. a lot of time so it's been cool. year he's been here for years yeah. yeah he's been here since season two uh, yeah, this is where he says, this ain't your first time here. I mean, you boys die more than anyone I've ever met. God, angels must have windexed your brains. <laughs> He's so funny. I love the so way he true. talks. Um, his police scanner is also very funny because it's a bunch of, like, waveforms. He's, like, got a, he's got, like, 20 copies of Audacity open. Yeah. Yeah. And then he finds out about Ellen and Joe, and he's very sad. For yeah. Him. Yeah. He's, like, mm -hmm. they went down fighting. The look on his face. Yeah. Those are his friends. He didn't even know they were dead. And then he, like, he does this, like, really hard, like, sniff. Like, he's, like, banishing the energy from his body. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. I love him. I would do anything for him. Um, uh, and then he goes he back says, and gets Pam. Yeah, well, so he says he's been looking for John and Mary, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh where are they i mean heaven's big he probably just can't find them but i do think it's i like that they acknowledge that but yeah pam's here she's wearing a ramones tank top she looks great she's here she's her. not blind in heaven yeah she is not which i like i can see so can she like obviously <laughs> <laughs> that's a very pam joke that you just made <laughs> i'm gonna choke you out um like Obviously, the problem of, like, oh, magically healing disabilities is an issue. However, Pam lost her eyesight in an incredibly traumatic way, yeah. so, like, I can see she also, that. And she was, yeah. she was not happy about it. Like, this is I also heaven, it. and, like, the, the healing of, of the body is a common, like, thing in, like, Christianity yeah. and, like, going to heaven. It's like, oh, my... Yeah. Uh, what's the mountain like, goat's line? I'll get my perfect body back one day. You listen to too much of the Mountain Goats. Yeah, they're my favorite band. What, what's, what the fuck's wrong with you? Do you hate autistic people, Ash, huh? Huh? You gonna bully me for my hyperfixation? Mix, I watch, like, it's so supernatural over and over and over again. I'm fucking provoked. Same to you. Uh... Listen, I haven't watched Supernatural more, like, full through more than, like, twice, okay? It's That's Doctor right. Who what we're talking about. Doctor Who. <laughs> anyway. Doctor Who I have watched through, yes. like, five times. Avatar The Last Airbender, probably about seven times. Good. So anyway, then uh, Ash says that it's awesome to finally have a practical application for string, for string theory, theory, which is how yeah. he gets around. God, I love him. He's, He's such, such a, nerd. a nerd. I love he him. He and Sam are just I fucking chilling. So when he gets them to the garden, he writes like this equation on the door. It love like a magic math. Sign. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's doing long yeah, division. Yeah, it rocks. <laughs> it's not even a division sign. <laughs> it's the long division it sign. It was not. It was a square root sign. No, it's a square root sign. sign. Listen. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so Pam, Pam and Dean are talking. She like bats. So is like that's for getting me killed. Uh. Dean says, "What makes you feel any better? We got Ash killed too. Ash over is like I'm cool with it. Puts up. He, he says, puts up the, cool the horns. It. It's so good. I love him so much. Yeah, he's cool with it. I love him so much. He's cool with it. He's like whatever. Um, they didn't mean to get me killed. Anyway. Uh." Pam's Heaven is a rock concert, which is great. That doesn't sound so bad. 
She's having you a good time up here. Yeah, you could probably. I There's no you hangover. Presumably, you don't have a headache. Yeah, also that. That's true. If I could, if that would be where I'd want to go. If I could literally vibe for eternity, like that wouldn't be as bad. Even well, if everyone gross. around me is. Yeah, fake. that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I just won't be able to vibe for eternity. It would get lonely still, I think. So this is where Pamela says, like, uh, I actually am somewhere better. Yeah. Um, and Dean's like, that's not Nirvana, that's the Matrix. And she's like, Attic's still better than the basement. Yep. Um, and that's Pamela's the dichotomy like, well, listen, that people If you do in. listen to Michael and, like, lots of people die, they're just going to come here. Is that really so bad? Which is very yeah. spooky. I liked it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I It makes me question whether, like, this is actually Pamela. Uh -huh. She's, like, been brainwashed. Exactly. Because it's, it's like, like, it's entirely possible that she's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. But it's so, it's very unsettling in a way of, like, this does not sound like her. I mean, presumably, if Lucifer wins, it'll be bad for heaven, too, question mark? I don't know. It's sort of, uh, the stakes in that way are kind of unclear. Mm -hmm. But he definitely, if he definitely could have argued, like, yeah, well, if Lucifer wins, everyone's gonna be here too anyway, so whatever, like. Well, without the angels, heaven doesn't work very right. well. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, I don't, I don't know what would happen. Um, yeah. So they're heading off now, uh, and then Pam makes that with Dean. I thought Sam Which was the so one Which is so funny. She like, into. she keeps switching back and forth. The first time we met yeah. her, she was hitting on Dean, and then Sam, and now she's back to Dean. Right. This right, is where yeah. I wrote girl in my notes. Like, good for her, but it's so funny. <laughs> so true. She can't make up her mind. Ash is like, I'm sure I'll see you again soon at some point. Everyone's going to die someday. And Dean says, yeah, keep a six-star on ice for us, which is cute. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, out. Ash. It was good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you again, too. <laughs> <laughs> see you all the time. No, you I'm don't. gonna save him. Hear me. That's true. Yeah, you are. Soon. Anyway, uh oh, it didn't work, or it got intercepted. Uh -oh. Yeah, they are instead they up back in their house with Mary, who starts saying horrible things. Yep. Dean There's says she light. she starts out by being in character. She's like, "Honey, why are you up?" And mm -hmm. Dean says, "Look, I'm sorry. I love you, but you're not real." Oh, he said, "I love you." Yeah. Uh she goes oh did you have a nightmare tell me there is this creepy green light I, I was trying to figure out if like okay are we intentionally referencing the matrix now or like like visually referencing the matrix rather than just being like oh it's the matrix i mean yeah i mean the angels always kind of look like uh agent they do smith. it's true zach does have like agent smith energy a little bit particularly about like um well, and the two guy, the two angels that show up to hold yes. Sam and Dean yeah. are just like these tall, same-faced yeah. white guys in suits. I don't think they're wearing sunglasses, though. Yeah. This is how you know it's not the Matrix. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mary talks about how she got crisp, she got made extra crispy, and it smelled bad. Or it smelled good, actually. Like Which, that cut also, bit we, from... He's literally been to hell. He knows. Yeah. Well, well so they're not being picky about trying to trigger him. Yeah. That's true. Um, like that cut joke from Spider-Verse. Okay, so in, from Into the Spider-Verse, there's that bit after, spoilers for Spider-Verse, after um, Miles' uncle dies, they all yeah. get together and they're like, we all lost somebody. There was going to be a bit where Peter Porker is like, yeah, my aant, I think, got like electrocuted and it smelled like f like fried ham. And wow. Because like, it lightened the mood too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's both too dark and too humorous very for funny. this very sad scene. So they cut that's it, but funny. like, goddamn. Jesus. Um, 
Yeah, there's a pot roast burning in the oven. That's uh, one sort of line as I was away from you. Everybody leaves you, Dean. You noticed, mommy, daddy, even Sam. Uh. Maybe it's not them, it's you. And then Zach shows up with big Discord mod energy and calls her kitten. Ugh. Me handshake Zachariah, MILF maniac. <laughs> he, he does call her a MILF. Sam he says, Sam says hold terrible. on, hold on, give the context here. Sam says, you son of a bitch. And Zach goes, you know, I'd say the same thing about you, but I've actually grown quite fond of your mother. He's literally just making a your mom joke. He, he, he it's goes, so weird. I think we're going to be logging a lot of quality times together, like kissing her neck. And he goes, I've discovered she's quite the... Milf. I hate this show. I hate it. I, hate I, hate I it literally here. had to pause the episode and like put my face in my hands as Alex was <laughs> laughing over my shoulder maniacally. It's, I it's, actually have the screenshot of Zach saying Milf as the um header for one of my joke side blogs. Great. I can't explain why it would take too long. Um it's funny, trust me. Dean's like you could glow all you want, you dick. You're still bald. Zach says, in heaven, I have six wings and four faces, one of whom is lion. He's really like, he's taking Dean's bait. It's it was I'm, not I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> yeah. It is cool, though. I want to see his lion form. Yeah. We're in heaven. That's a, that's like, a, why don't we get to see it? Um, I know the, the angel that is being referenced. I guess that is probably Zachariah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I Four-headed lion angel. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I feel like there there was. Oh wait, to it hold on. In a that's a, that's a yeah, that's a cherub. That's funny. According to Zachariah, is a cherub. Just like Cupid. Just... He pulled a Crowley. <laughs> that won't make sense to you yet, Wyatt. But uh, anyway. Then he does his whole speech about how, like, he used to have respect. Yeah. And then they assigned me you. It's a really good speech. He's so mad. It's very Employer scary. Employer month every month forever. I would walk these halls and people would avert their eyes. I had respect. And it's so good. Me, I love Now this. look at me. I can't close the deal on a couple of flannel-wearing maggots. Everyone's laughing at me and they're right to do it. It's personal now, boys. Last person in history creation you want as your, want as your enemy is me. I'll tell you why. Lucifer may be strong, but I'm petty yeah it's a good line i'm going to be the angel on your shoulder for the rest of eternity zach's a great <sighs> zach's a great villain him. he's horrible i love him yeah i want to kill him it's so good mm -hmm. i love good villains and joshua shows up and saves him yeah it's like uh, excuse me sir i love joshua too joshua's got a cool voice i don't know how to describe it it's like yeah. smoky i guess it's like a little crackly he's very mild-mannered yeah. Zach goes, I'm in a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joshua is black, by the way, uh, played by Roger Aaron mm -hmm. Brown. Um, I guess our one of our first non-villainous black men in the show, I guess. Mm hmm. And he's the yeah. of course, he's the aside he's the Rufus. like, oh, yeah, aside from Ru I forgot about Rufus. I miss Rufus. <gasps> um, but he is the like mild mannered, like magical slash special like black man who helps the main character so yeah. another a different yeah. trope yeah um mild mannered down to earth is a gardener etc mm -hmm. and then joshua says i'm sorry i need to speak to those two and zachariah says uh excuse me and joshua says it's a bad time i know but i'm afraid i have to insist zachariah says you don't get to insist jack squat mm. no you're right but the boss does his orders it's like you're lying. I like that that Joshua, despite being presumably a like lower tier angel, like commands this respect due to his like special circumstances. Like that's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
sooner or later he's going to come back home and you know how he is with that whole wrath thing he's like i'm gonna tell dad i'm gonna tell dad and when dad came home yeah. uh... uh anyway they come to the cleveland botanical gardens it's not actually shot there, unfortunately. No, it's the, they would never. They would never leave the Vancouver area. <laughs> you can never go out of Canada. Gardens, perhaps. Wait, what's SPN location? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up in a second. You feel free to keep talking about this. Um, it is cute that like their one like mean? idea of what a garden should look like is the one field trip they went on once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My last two notes are car, frowny face, and... Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm almost done. Um, Dean's like, it's nice-ish <laughs> for the garden, because, like, it's just a garden. Um, it is yeah, Queen Elizabeth we... Park. There you go. Then we get the, the speech about how God already knows. He just doesn't think it's his problem. Yeah. Tasty. Yeah. He, we get confirmation it was God who put them on the plane to save them from when Lucifer summoned death. Yeah. And God who brought back Cass. Yep. And now God who has put them into mm -hmm. heaven as opposed to hell, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, he can, Dean says, mm -hmm. Dean, is, literally Sam is just fucking standing there this whole scene. He's not talking. Yeah. For like 90% <laughs> of this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Dean and Joshua are going back and forth because Dean Remember has faith now. And he Sam says he show? can stop all of this. And Joshua says, I suppose he could, but he won't. And Dean says, why not? And Joshua says, why does he allow evil in the first place? You could drive yourself nuts asking questions like that. They still won't answer it, which is good because, like, nobody really has answered these big questions yeah. and Supernatural is not equipped to handle them. Remember when uh, Sam was the religious one? Yeah. <sighs> And then Dean says, forget it, just another deadbeat dad with a bunch yeah. of excuses. I'm used to that. I'll muddle through. Oh, when the John dad God parallels are explicit. Yep. Remember when Eric Kripke made John's middle name Eric? What the fuck no. was that about? No. I think it's on his gravestone. That makes John Winchester's initials. Wow. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, God's just been chilling. Yeah. He's just seeing how it all plays out. And this time, God wants them yeah, to Yeah, that's interesting. Her. He's like, I'm sick of fielding your calls. Go away. Yeah. I'm blocking your number. So Leaving you an angry voicemail and then blocking your number. Jolene. And then Jolene. they get booted back and Hold Tass. On. Ash, why did you just start singing Jolene? Because angry voicemail. Oh, that one tweet? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Castiel is going through the stages of grief. Like maybe yeah, Cass's so little faith sad. crisis oh, no, is that's so what this good. Note says. This note says Cass, not car. <laughs> the S is just a straight line. Okay. Yeah. You get one of those shots like Cass... the two of you talk about where he like looks up. Yeah. Yeah. Cass goes, maybe Joshua was lying, and they're like, I don't think so. Sorry. And Cass stands and like looks away from them and up and goes, you son of a bitch, I believed in and didn't finish that sentence. And then he gives back the amulet and walks out. He says it's worth, I don't need this anymore, it's worthless, and then he's gone. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh. And then Sam's trying to, like, rebuild. He's like, well, we can, we can still, we'll find another way. And Dean is, like, absolutely yeah. broken. Yeah. 
and then he throws away the samulet. Throws the samulet in the garbage. Yep. He does it really deliberately. Like there's, he holds it out, and there's a pause, and then he drops it. Like he like does the Pirates of, of the Caribbean thing. Yes, he except does. he actually does yeah. it. He follows through. Yeah. So true. And then we linger on Sam just watching him leave, and that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what the was about. It was about Dean throwing the samulet. Yeah. My last note for this episode is just "ouch" with an exclamation mark. Oh, also, when they so, wake up from being dead, Sam has like this massive gasp. And he's like, yeah. <gasps> "They yeah. let Jarpeg go crazy with yeah, that one. It's so funny." And then there's like exit wound holes in the back of Dean's shirt when he turns around. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a fun episode. We saw what heaven looks like. It's not. It could be better. Um, the The direction was all really cool. It was like weird and uncanny and good. And uh, we learned some stuff about our boys and also about uh, their quest. Yeah, very good two back-to-back episodes. Uh, I guess if if you don't want to be spoiled about things, you know our usual ending spiel. You could probably just stop now because um, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, well, oh, yeah, we what? could do actor facts. Do oh, right, facts? actor facts. Right, 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 right. Thank you. Um, yeah, I only have one, which is for Joshua, who was played by, like I said, Roger Aaron Brown, who played Danny Grant in Days of Our Lives, Joe Noland in The District, and Achilles Davenport in Assassin's Creed Rogue. So true. <sighs> okay, I'm taking out my soapbox. Yep. I'm setting it very squarely on the floor, and I am stepping up onto it, and I'm speaking very calmly into a megaphone. Ah! Long pause. <laughs> So, the way, it's, it's the way that the finale shows Dean Heaven is driving down a road completely alone when it's supposed to, it's, okay, I'm not going to, like, spoil, spoil it, but, like, it's under new management at this Yeah, time. Heaven is supposed yeah. to have been changed. So it's supposed to be. It's good now. Yeah, it's supposed to be good now. And Dean can't even see Cass after despair. Well, he or, technically probably could, but we don't, we won't, he didn't. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, or you redacted or fucking anyone. He sees Bobby. Mm-hmm. And, and Bobby's like, yeah, Bobby Cass is in heaven. Rufus. And Dean makes like a little, hmm, and does not do anything about that. Yeah. And he makes, and Bobby mentions that Rufus is, you know, all over, out over that way. And John and Mary are out over that way or something <gasps> like that. And then Dean doesn't even talk to anybody but Bobby. Bobby just fucking info dumps on him. And then Dean just drives on for 40 years fucking alone waiting for Sam to die. And then they meet on a bridge, and they don't even see anyone. And I get it. I get it. I know it was COVID, but please, why didn't you just wait until you could safely film the fucking finale that you wanted? How, how are you going dreams to- of having a domestic life with Lisa. We know that being alone is not what Dean wants. We literally see that. It was written by Andrew Dabb in this episode. How are you going to say, like, Dean has only ever known driving on the road, and then be like, and that's what he wants to do forever, actually. While also like, writing everything else, was showrunner for some of the. How most... are you going to write? Their marriage wasn't perfect until after she died, and then put them in heaven together anyway. Yeah, Andrew Dab was the showrunner for some of the most domestic team free will seasons, but he wrote this and was like, "Yeah, this will be a satisfying ending, and it will make fans happy. This is totally in character and makes tons of sense. This is a good way to end our 15 season long fucking show." In a way that will make everybody happy. But it's okay, because Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles are going to stand on a bridge together, and it's going to be really sweet and fun. Fuck you, you should have just waited three years. I would have happily waited three years for the ending that we fucking deserved. 
I don't even like Supernatural. <laughs> but I'm just mad that you, like, strung us along <laughs> for 15 years. And then and then when it came out that there was this whole big thing planned, Kansas was going to be there. There was going to be the Roadhouse. So like, it was all of this thing. <laughs> Kansas was going to be there? Kansas was going to be performing at the Roadhouse in heaven. Oh, incredible. And then they're like, no, we'll just do what we can so we can get it over with. Like, I get it. They probably had other things they needed they to do. They literally didn't even like Casby in the episode. They didn't even like Casby in the episode. They gave Jerry Padalecki a fucking party city wig, <laughs> let him do his own fucking old age makeup, and we're like, yeah, this is, you know, Supernatural died how it lived, disappointingly. And I'm just mad about it. And I'm mad about the fact that this episode so clearly lays out the way that the finale was lacking just in general and the fact that it was by the same guy the same fucking guy also speaking of like john and mary sucking and zombies of being brought back things being brought back that shouldn't be back let's talk about the prequel for a second how are you gonna be jackals and pour your heart and soul into that mary scene and the whole like like everything about the winchesters and the this episode and then also be like oh yeah i think we never really got to see enough of john and mary being in love so let's make a show about them falling in love what girl what hello yeah i want to take this episode and like tie jensen ackles to a chair i know it was 10 years ago more than 10 years ago now but like like bruh you named your you named your fucking brewery company after this goddamn show. The least you could do is make sure that the goddamn prequel you're writing for it is canon compliant. Literally. The fanfic authors Check the write, wiki pages first. Literally, the fanfic authors who write two hundred thousand words of nothing but fucking porn do more research into the canon than you do, and you're writing goddamn canon. I'm to watch this prequel. Do better. I am no longer asking. <laughs> Anyway, the Supernatural finale sucked ass. I have complicated and thoughts he didn't even on, suck like, ass. the idea of canon compliancy, <laughs> particularly for something that has gone on for this long, but also, like, I But this isn't even, like, Doctor Who, show. where it's like, okay, well, there's, like, in-universe explanations for why the canon is so shaky. It's just, like, you just yeah. suck at keeping little, track of things. Little details. Little details I'll forgive. Yeah. Like, I, I have written the same, like, novel series since I was 14 years old. Like, I forget half the shit I, I wrote sometimes. Like, but <laughs> if I'm going to write a scene that has something to do with something I wrote three years ago, I'm going to go back and read those fucking yeah. scenes. Just open the documents again, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even have hundreds of autistics making fucking wiki pages about it. <laughs> The way you could just go on YouTube and look up a fucking compilation like, video essay about mm. it, like. I have a, I have a thing I want to say too before we end mm. here, which is that. Yeah, so it seems like this is now the point where they've, uh, maybe not. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious mm. if we can pinpoint when they decide that Chuck is God, because um, they've clearly now decided that like God is a person mm-hmm. on Earth and also like knows what's happening and. Like, I don't know, but it is interesting. Like, the theory that he doesn't know, like, doesn't work, has been, un- has been like, disproven now. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't do think... Do we... Emma, do we... I think... Do we I think see that, that the... Rob Benedict was told after the season five finale. Yes. Or, or, like, maybe when he got the script for the season five finale or something like that, of, like, that's when he was told, like, you're God, but you're not coming back again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah, because we 
when do we Cause see the thing that that's like, the season five confirms. finale? It's a, it's season five. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, season five so okay. so so we're coming up on it. Yeah. So the people writing it, or some of the people writing it, might have made the decision by now, which is why we finally get some canonical yeah. explanation of God. Um, yeah. But we and we it's weird because we just saw Chuck a couple episodes yep. and he's yep. just Chuck. So I think sometime yeah. between then and now they yeah. made the decision. That feels right to me. Right, which is why I still more strongly believe in the theory that like God possessed Chuck, who was just Chuck before. Yeah, but it, it implies that sense. he's been down there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I I don't have the energy to f- figure out a Watsonian yeah. explanation. I don't really for care it, about a Watsonian crazy for me. like explanation. I just think it's interesting thinking about like the way the show is written. Mm-hmm. No, it is very like it's it's and the way Chuck is involved in later seasons, it'll be really interesting to talk about like his character yeah. arc. Um, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, if you've stayed through this spoilery section, thank you very much for listening. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, if you have questions or comments, you can send them to the email and the Tumblr that we gave at the start of this. I'm getting tired. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> next time. Oh, Godcast. Yeah. Next time we're talking about what? Five seventeen ninety nine problems and five eighteen point of no Yes! Ninety nine problems. Um, it really is 2010. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember very much about 99 Problems, except it has an incredible uh, classic cast moment. And I don't remember what uh, happens in Point of No Return, but look at the thumbnail. It's a cast episode. It's a cast girlism episode. It's a cast girl episode. So true. Okay. All right. Uh, Until then, uh, we're going to be throwing our our (laughs) amulets in the trash. And yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye. The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description. <laughs>